The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bows on the Floors. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic football. Hey, good evening and welcome to Valley Stadium here in West Des Moines as we get set for week two of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadil, John Scheidel, and joined by the new guy in the booth, well, somewhat new, uh, Dave Marcule. Welcome back to the broadcast. It's Valley Dallin. You know, I pumped you up a little bit last week. I said, this is the guy who went to his daughter's rehearsal wedding the Friday of the Dowling Valley game and still made the game back when you were coaching. Welcome, you're, my friend. You're darn right I did. See? And that's uh, with my daughter's approval. Yeah, you, you have to get that line in well, there. Well, I, I didn't, and I didn't know if did you get your wife Margaret's approval <laughs> right. that weekend. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, it's Dowling Valley, Mark. I mean, come on. And I haven't re- been referred to as a new guy in in a number of years. <laughs> Thank you. Well, welcome. Thank you. Motorcycle or car tonight when you came I, I brought the car. Okay. Interstates anymore at my age shake me a little, so I, I brought the car tonight. I'm safe. We're glad to have you. John Shadow, you get to go back down to your usual spot. You look a little warm because you got a jacket on. It's 85 degrees right now, and the sun is just shining on the Dowling sideline, which is the east uh, visitor sideline. So if Dowling fans are coming to tonight's game. You are on the east sideline, even though Dowling's home. Uh, you got the sun staring in the eye, but there also is some room down here in the south end of the uh, home bleachers, so you'll be sharing that side with the Valley fans if you're coming. But, uh, John, you're back in the sideline. I'm looking forward to this. I am looking forward to it because you have time to prepare, have an idea when, when, when what to say be, and when you're going to come down to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes a lo- my job a-, a lot easier than what you guys have to go through. You live. really have to pay a lot more attention. And you get the breeze. The you get the breeze down yes. there. Yeah, you and will. It, yeah. yeah the, the, it is, the, the wind it is blowing. a lot hotter up here. The wind is blowing quite a bit tonight, and that brings me to a point. It's going to play a factor in tonight's game uh, yeah. with the passing and special teams and that sort of thing. Yeah, south to north wind, so that, that could be an effect. And, uh, hey, it's, it's week two of the season, Dave, and, I remember a former athletic director and coach, John Hayes, the late John Hayes, told me, he said, Mark, you don't really see see about your football team until you get to week three or four. Has that been affected this year because the coaches, you know, didn't know if they are going to have a season. They didn't have them during the off season. They don't know who was in the weight room and who wasn't. Yeah, I went in, but I didn't. All the high school coaches are going through that. Maybe it'll be week four or five before we find out who these teams are this year. We know one thing, Dowling and Valley are pretty good. But how they play tonight might be not indicative of how they prepared. Well, you know, I think you're absolutely right. It is going to take a little bit, little bit longer this year. Things are different. Uh, and coaches, any coach will tell you that the, one of the most important things is routine. You have to get in the routine. You change the game time a half hour, they don't like it. Uh, they have to do this different, move their times up. They need a routine. And I think that's been missing since March. And uh, they haven't been meeting with the kids. I've been seeing on my Twitter account kids, uh, uh, Brian Lynch working out and some of these other kids working out on their own with broomsticks in the garage (laughs) throwing tires. You're right. That's not routine, Mark. That's right. (laughs) So it's going to take some time. Yeah, and and, and thus the environment, the the COVID environment. We'll get to that during the game. I'd love to get your perspective being uh, Dave Marcoulia back tonight, former coach, former teacher, former principal, and former assistant principal at the middle school and high school. I can't wait to hear your take on our environment and what the coaches and the 
administrations are going through in all the schools, uh, Catholic, non-Catholic, middle school. That, that is going to be something different. We'll get to that tonight because we have our two-minute mandatory COVID breaks, I call them, uh, where uh, they, they sanitize, the sanitation break. We'll have that each quarter. So, Dave, we'll fill some time there Oh, with great, that. great. So uh, <laughs> put, I'm putting you on notice. Johnny, what are you looking for in, in week two? I know your uh, eighth-grade team is uh, off to a stellar start. You start this coming Tuesday. Yeah, our first game will be Tuesday. Yeah, eighth grade Dowling uh, team. And I'm interested to see uh, what this team's made of, uh, eighth grade level. And getting to your point with, with this game tonight, I'm really looking forward to see the difference from last week to this week with Dowling that we got to see live Mark and watching Valley on tape and, and seeing what they approved upon from the week before. Uh, a lot of the mistakes that Dowling made with penalties early on in that first half last week and uh, – Special teams, stuff right. like that. See if that gets cleaned up tonight. Uh, Valley had the same uh, problem with Roosevelt with early on in that ball game with uh, penalties and, and and things like that as well. So I'm looking to see how what how each team advanced from the previous week. And one thing we'll find out is uh, both uh, Dowling's opponent last Friday night, uh, Indianola. Not a bad showing out of them after uh, what we kind of thought would happen. Maybe did it didn't happen. Uh, Six years ago when they played Dowling, uh, running clocked them in the playoffs. So that was a different Indianola team. They gave Dowling everything they could handle. Had the lead twice in that game, once in the second half and also once in the first half. And for Roosevelt, they lost 40-20. to They were right in that game with the Valley Tigers. So um, both Dowling and, and uh, Valley had pretty good opening nights, uh, opponents. Yeah, absolutely. And those are young teams for both Valley and yeah. Dowling. Correct. Not necessarily young in school, age in school, but as far as uh, starting in a football Experience. game. Yeah. And, Mark, you and I have sat up here together for a number of years, and every single year we say week two, you will not recognize week one. And and I remember that so many times, dreading going into that second week saying, oh, sure. we're going to get killed, we're going to get killed. It's a completely different football game. Uh, don't be surprised to see a different one tonight. May take a little longer, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. but I still still think you're going to see a dramatic improvement by both teams tonight. Yeah, I agree with that. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, for the Maroons, they're going to have to do it without a couple of starters being out tonight uh, from last week. Uh, uh, Andrew Lynch, Johnny, who we saw get hurt in that first half, he did not return. Lower ankle sprain, high ankle sprain is what they called it. He will not play tonight. And uh, a backup lineman, Ralston Rumley, an outstanding sophomore, had surgery on his hand. He got hurt in a weightlifting accident. And uh, he was, you know, helping, hoping to compete at uh, uh, one of the interior line positions. And uh, he is out for Dowling. And on defense, Carson Boyle out. He has a neck injury. And so the Maroons are going to go right to their bench early. Jack Langan gets a start, a senior, very steady ball player. But he gets a start. And Coach Wilson will talk about that in the uh, in the, during the, uh, his uh, show that I taped earlier, so some changes for Dowling, and all of a sudden the Dowling offense gets a little bit younger as far as experience. Louis Brooks and Zach Swagger are the uh, or Zach Swagger are the two are the two returning veterans on that offensive line, along with uh, Jake Olson, uh, the center who played. Some, he started last year, so very young team out there for Dowling. Yeah, that, that's a big loss on the offensive side of the ball with uh, Andrew Lynch because. He's a captain, yeah. a returning starter. He was a focal point early on of uh, week one, that big catch uh, and run uh, down to the two-yard line, uh, biggest play of the first half, actually. And now, well, like you said, Mark, how young already this offense is with a new starting quarterback, even though uh, Steingraber's a senior, and then you got Jackson Smollett that's going to mix in there too. Their offensive line, very young. 
running back where uh, mm-hmm. Swagger played uh, fullback last year. Now he's getting more of a, a workload at running back. It's a, it's a different situation than I have seen going into a season. Uh, and, and, you know, Andrew Lynch was an integral part of this offense, and, yeah. and I guarantee you that that playbook is really focused on him because he was the man. Yeah. A good-looking kid, 6'5", 235. But his his replacement, Jalen Thompson, sophomore. I was out practice a couple days this week, watched him very closely. He's just a sophomore, 6'5", 215, yeah. a great-looking kid. But I want to repeat what I just said. He's just a sophomore. Sophomore. He's gonna. T- it's gonna take time. I wouldn't want to be a sophomore playing my first game against Valley High School. Right. And so you've been in the trenches in these situations. Have you ever seen a team this young uh, going into this ball? A Dowling team this young with a lot of juniors and a lot of sophomores that are are getting a lot of playing no, time absolutely. That, that you remember. No, especially on the offensive line. Yeah. The offensive line, as I stood down the field, does not look like a typical Dowling offensive line over the past years. Yeah. I mean, we've had a we've had a number of 280 to 300-pound tackles and guards and just some big kids as I was thinking back. These kids are pretty good size, not the size of before, but and then they they got to recognize who they're to block. Yeah. That's the hardest part. And you talk about a young lineman just stepping in. In practice, you're going to go this way, and most likely it's going to become repetitious. Tonight against Valley, I guarantee you they're going to get looks that they've never seen the before. Speed, the speed of the game. The can speed be of the more. game, the strength so of the game. Yes. And they aren't going to know, and it's going to be tough. And it's true for Valley's line, too. However, That's they're a little good, bit good bigger. Point. I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. But both teams right now out on the field warming up, dialing the home team on the scoreboard. They're wearing their maroon tops, white numbers, and white pants and white helmets with the maroon D. And the Valley Tigers, the visiting team here at Valley Stadium tonight, and they're all white uniforms with uh, uh, black numbers, red trim, and the Valley V on their helmets as we go through warm-ups. Dave, we got a shout-out to a lady who has been a big part of the dialing uh, team uh, before, during, and after. Bev Whipple uh, sent, sent me a text reminder to give her a shout-out welcomes you back to the broadcast and wondering why you haven't taken her out to lunch because well, she's you, been baking cakes left and right you know y- that you know what mark i was out working in the garage where i call heaven and it <laughs> i started thinking about bev whipple i w- was wondering you know i haven't heard her name in a while and it's so nice to see your your text from her and bev uh, i think about you a lot and uh, i hope you and your family are doing well yeah, there's a there's a great picture, picture Bev. I love your shirt. Love Thou that. shalt beat Valley. <laughs> Can't get any better put, than that. She Bev. put that out the, tonight. Uh, Thou shalt. I bet she wore it to bed last That's night. That's a great shirt. <laughs> Bev, we love you, and uh, she's gonna say another rosary too. Probably two or three. I bet by the time she we... will. I huh? bet she will. Bev, I could use a couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't drive your motorcycle tonight, and that makes no. me. A breath of fresh air when you stay off that cycle, Dave. All right, you're listening to the pregame show. Mark Amadale, John Scheidel, and, of course, Mr. Dave Marcouli back with us for one game. Matt Maynard will rejoin us next week. But uh, I caught up with head coach Tom Wilson. He talked about some of the players that you both mentioned during the game. And uh, we're going to talk more about uh, Dowling's week one performance against Indianola and, of course, preview tonight's game. It's Dowling Valley, kickoff 7 o'clock, back with more pregame from Valley Stadium here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Mark Hamadale now joined by Dowling Catholic head football coach Tom Wilson before tonight's game, Dowling and Valley. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us, and best of luck tonight against the arch rival Valley Tigers. Thank you, Mark. Well, Coach, so what a week it was last week. Uh, I know you look back on opening night and you, you, uh, your team practices uh, all that time to play the first game, and you go down to Indianola, and what a game it was. Beautiful night it turned out. Uh, the weather held out, and uh, the Indians put a pretty good battle, pretty good high school football game as a fan. Now, as a coach, probably a lot of things to correct and improve upon this week, but also a lot of good things happen. And your thoughts on the, the Indianola-Dowling game, since we didn't get a chance to talk to you last Friday night, uh, your thoughts. Well, there's plenty to work on. I, you know, anytime you you go into a year and, and every team is different, uh, you're really unsure of what to expect. And I tell people that, and then most of the time they act like they don't believe me, but uh, it's it's definitely true. And we are such a young football team, and we, there's no magic wand to wave to to make that different. And and we have to continue to work and to plug away to try to maximize this team. And really, last Friday was the first step. And um, I think we saw a ton of mistakes. I think you have to give Indianola credit. They're a defense that returned nine of 11 guys. And at, at times they certainly played like that. But, you know, whether it's mistakes on us of just getting lined up um, or getting the play call in correctly, uh, taking advantages of opportunities, um, you know, the special teams uh, mess up and things like that, that really helped keep Indianola in the ball game. And, you know, those are things that we try to minimize. But, um, you know, with a young team, those things are going to rear their ugly head at inopportune times. And, and uh, I would imagine there's still going to continue to be bumps in the road as we, as we go along. But hopefully, you know, we can stay healthy and keep plugging away. And, and uh, at the end, by the end, we can maximize this team, whatever that may be. Well, I know, obviously, a lot of kids got their first varsity start and you played a very you know, season Indianola defense, but offensively, uh, you got down the red zone several times, had to settle for a couple field goals, and I think one drive stalled out uh, deep in, in the red zone in Indianola territory. But uh, your offense did very well. You, you, you had two quarterbacks that did a pretty good job, and even Jake English came in as that Wildcat quarterback and provided some spark. So uh, a lot of kids, you got a lot of film on a lot of people, and that's always good this early in the year. Well, you look at the offensive side, is every kid at the line of scrimmage, uh, was making their first start for Dowling. And, you know, Lynch, as a tight end, obviously has a tremendous amount of experience. Then he gets hurt uh, early in the ball game, 
And so then we put a sophomore in uh, to take his spot. And, you know, really after that, you've got Louis Brooks and Schwager that have any experience. So, you know, you can expect some errors to be made. Now, none of us like them, and it, and it makes us pull our hair out a little bit at times. But that's the that's the truth of the matter, and you hope that you can continue to grow and, and get better and, and minimize those mistakes. And it's like we've told the kids, you know, we've got some great kids here, and, you know, the, we're not going to be the most talented team on the field a lot of nights, so you've got to do it by doing the little things and playing harder and longer than anybody else. And, you know, I think those are things that we have to continue to realize. And defensively, Coach, they played very solid. They gave up one big play. The second touchdown was due to a botched fourth down punt that, you know, went three plays in like 17 yards. But defense played solid. And I thought Kriegshauser, he was your leading tackler, did a very good job. And that was a more experienced side of the ball. And uh, Austin Klein had two picks. And here's a young man a year ago. Teams were kind of picking on him. And uh, he, he well-timed a couple of his, both of his picks, uh, high-pointed the ball, and very sound fundamentally. So Austin's got a lot to prove. And he's playing with that chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I thought defensively we played well all night. Uh, pretty much controlled the line of scrimmage. Their running back uh, is a good player. And uh, they had some good athletes out there. And uh, you mentioned Kriegs. Kriegs played, you know, some early last year, battled some injuries, helped us on special teams, um, but has, has worked to, to have a bigger role and, and was glad to see him make progress. You know, guys like Jack Meyer played a lot of football for us. We had Russell and Pettis that played a lot of football. Chase Patton has played quite a bit for us. Uh, but you mentioned Austin Klein, and Austin does play with a chip on his shoulder. And, you know, sometimes you, you want to just tell him to leave the chip at home. Uh, but honestly, he's, he's gaining confidence. You're right. You know, some teams went at him last year because Owen Schultz was on the other side, and he was a really good corner. Um, but uh, Austin's a much better player this year than he was last. I think uh, all of those games of experience certainly helped him. And and uh, we, you know, he's a senior now, and we expect that out of him. And finally, Coach, in this segment, uh, injury bug. You know, he got hit once on offense and once on defense. Hard to see that Lynch had two big catches in that first quarter and uh, had a tremendous run, slipped the tackle. He goes out with an ankle injury. And then defensively, uh, Carson Boyle, one of your corners, goes out uh, with an injury, and hopefully uh, he'll be back soon. But uh, uh, a couple injuries throughout the game, and uh, that means the next man in, and, uh, and they did that very well. Uh, down in Enola last Friday. Yeah, it's uh, and this week will be much different. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you've got explosiveness all over the field, and, you know, Lynch is a big part of what we're trying to do, and, and without him in there, uh, you know, call a spade a spade, that hurts. Um, but there's nothing he can do about it. Um, if there's a way to get back uh, as soon as possible, Andrew Lynch will do that. And uh, it gets, gets Jalen Thompson in the game, and Jalen's got some talent. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, sometimes he acts like a sophomore um, and, and you have to learn to live with some of that. And uh, he'll continue to get better uh, as we go. He wants to. And, you know, with uh, with Carson's injury, I don't know how long that's going to be, but he's a big part of our defense as well. And, you know, Jackson Langan uh, will get some time. He's a senior and has done everything that we've asked of him. And Jake Anderson is a is a talented sophomore that is probably going to get thrust into some action that uh you know, in some years, he never would, but it is what it is, and you play the next guy, and I don't think a lot of people are going to feel sorry for us, and, you know, some unfortunate circumstances for some makes opportunities for others.
Visit with head coach uh, Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic High School before tonight's game. Dowling and Valley here at Valley Stadium. This is Mark Amadale, and I'll come back and visit with Coach Wilson about tonight's opponent, the Valley Tigers, here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Karbaka, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale. Continue my conversation with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. This is Dowling and Valley, both teams with their season opening wins last week. They're both 1-0, both in the top three in the state in Class 4A, and both met last year in the state championship game. And, Coach, uh, this is getting better than this week. I know there's probably an extra step in the coaches' uh, 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 during practice this week on both sides and also the players. So this is the uh, big week. And, you look at uh, you talk about your team. The first part, well, Valley's the same boat. They have maybe one or two starters back from last year. The Mahoney kid at receiver is one of them, and uh, Coach Swenson really had to kind of retool his team. But they come back with a lot of veterans who played a lot last year, but uh, didn't start. And uh, it's week two for both teams. Yeah, just some of their restor- uh, returning starters happen to be Division One guys, and and uh, you know they they have a lot of talent, and um, you know some of them are. Just now getting their started, Valley, and and uh, there's an awful lot of talent. I think I had counted they've got uh, five guys with Division One offers. So um, very talented. Obviously going to be very very well coached. Um, there's uh, not a lot of holes, uh, especially in their skill positions. Division One quarterback, Division One running back, Division One wide receiver, and a Division One offer uh, tight end, who's uh, who's only a junior, I believe it is, and and so. They've got a tremendous amount of talent um, defensively. Uh, Randy Rebarger does a phenomenal job. Uh, they will be disciplined and certainly very well coached and physical. So, um, you know, it looks like a, a typical Valley team and, and uh, one that is a veteran team, uh, believe it or not. So, um, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a tall task for us. And the matchup with, with Dallas, take your, your offense out there against Coach Rebarger on defensive coordinator for Valley, his defense. What are some of the matchups you're looking to? Obviously, the offensive line of Dowling versus uh, uh, Valley's defensive line. But what are some of the things you're looking at when Dowling has the football? Well, Nasser Washington is a, a number 52. You typically play him on the weak side. He's a, a kid that's going to Miami of Ohio. Um, really, really good player. Um, you know, he, he certainly looks like a Division One player. But I was I was impressed with a couple other their D linemen that um, really flashed during that Roosevelt game. And 
uh, linebacker in that group. Uh, Yenser re- uh, played a lot for him a year ago. Um, the others are new. Uh, second Secondary is uh, fairly new. Uh, Debrava, uh, number five, I think, is a fantastic player. Uh, they've got a couple other uh, transfers in the back end of of that that uh, played their first game last week and um, I think are good players. So, um, you know, some new faces, but uh, they're not exactly rookies, and and, uh, they have some standout kids. And the Valley offense against the Dowling defense tonight, that matchup, you mentioned uh, the quarterback, uh, Jake Ruby, moved in. He's a Division One quarterback going to Kansas State. Their tailback, Jaden Williams, number seven, we'll see a lot tonight. And, of course, the tight end, Raritan, his older brothers played at the next level, and he's a tight end. The other ones run the line. Division uh, One there, but how's the matchup with the Dowling defense? What are some of the things the Dowling defense and Coach Bossom have to be aware of tonight? Well, I, I think the big thing is obviously Williams, because if, if Coach Swenson can run the ball, he's going to run the football. But uh, they've got a quarterback that's a four-star kid that has a phenomenal arm, and he's a big body. But, you know, Mahoney on the outside I think is very good. Number six is a, is a kid that transferred in that uh, is another really good wide receiver. And you mentioned Raritan um, that uh, is a Division One prospect at tight end. So uh, they've got – a lot of weapons, and uh, we're going to have to do a great job at the line of scrimmage, try to get those guys uh, covered for as long as possible to at least get some pressure on Rubley. And finally, we'll go with the special teams we didn't talk about in the first half, or the first segment, but uh, uh, your kicking game, your, your kickoff, punt return. Uh, you know, Louis Brooks is exciting when he touched the ball. Hopefully uh, he got dinged up a little bit. He'll be 100% tonight. But uh, your kicking game tonight, how, how confident will that be? And obviously uh, Dowling's... Uh, uh, defending Valley's punt return and kickoff returns. Uh, that's where a lot of the playmakers usually are, and that can make a difference in any ball game. Well, it sure can. And, you know, it's like when you kick off to them, you're kicking to Jaden Williams and Mahoney, um, which is which we're going to have to do a great job with that. But, you know, their, their kickers, punters um, are very good. Uh, coverage teams look to be uh, excellent. So, they've got good athletes, so that probably means they're going to be pretty good on special teams. And, and uh you know, in the first game a year ago, uh, they killed us uh, field position-wise, and, and a lot of it was largely done with special teams. You know, in the second game, it was a little bit different. Um, but, you know, it's it's with our kids. They have to understand the importance that every yard matters and uh, field position matters. And if we can make them drive the field, um, that, that makes life a lot easier for, for our defense and or give our offense some short field. So, um, we're going to have to create some opportunities for ourselves, whether it's in the kicking game or creating some turnovers in order for us to, uh, to have a chance. Well, Coach, appreciate you taking time before tonight's uh, Dowling Valley game. Hard to believe it's week two of the season and a seven-game regular season. It'll be a little bit different tonight with the uh, you know student bodies not uh, being there. Uh, obviously, the kids, uh, the players all have wristbands they can issue, so it'll be a little bit different. But you know what? We're playing football on a Friday night, and it's Dowling Valley week. Yeah, it's, it's different. Um, you know, I... Well, people realize that we would love to have everybody there and, and have it be normal, but uh, there's not a normal in 2020. And uh, so we do the best we can. The biggest thing is is for the kids to get the opportunity to play and to experience for a lot of them their senior year, and that's what we're trying to get done. Tom, thanks a lot. Best of luck tonight against the Valley Tigers, and thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you at halftime and on the postgame show. All right, thank you. 
Head Coach Tom Wilson has been my guest here on the pregame show. This is Mark Hamadale from Valley Stadium. It's Dowling and Valley. Coming up next, we'll have more pregame. Dave Marcoulier rejoins the broadcast with John Scheidel and I. And you've been listening to the pregame show with Mark Hamadale. And Tom Wilson has been my guest here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools. And welcome back to Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. We get set for Dowling and Valley here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Dave Marcoulier, and John Scheido is our sideline reporter. And we're joined by the Central Iowa Sports Network at CISN.TV, uh, along uh, with our Iowa Catholic Radio audience. We have simulcasting, Dave Marcoulier. We were doing that before uh, you retired, didn't we? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, oh, so. I was on that uh, quite a few times, actually, Mark. I prefer just... You and I. You, you prefer just the radio part. I just, I like the radio. <laughs> Let's take a look at some of the games going on in the uh, CIML Class 4A teams tonight. Number one, Valley takes on third-ranked Dowling. Number two, Ankeny at number 10, Waukee. Waukee looking for their first win of the year. Ankeny Centennial looking for their first win. They travel to number four, Southeast Polk. Seventh-ranked Urbandale is at Ames. And uh, Lincoln is at Johnston East at Roosevelt. That game at Drake Stadium. Fort Dodge at Sioux City East, Marshalltown at Newton, Council Bluffs Lincoln at Des Moines North, and Atumwa at Oskaloosa. John Chido is on the Dowling sideline tonight. That's on the east uh, side of the uh, Valley Stadium across the way. Johnny, give us an update. A very warm night, but the shade's starting to take effect over there. Oh, he's just outside our... Nothing. Uh... <laughs> We're going to come back to Johnny. He's going to have to get a little closer. That's what happens when you're on that far as, side. As John Hayes would say, the mice have to pedal a little bit faster. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Let's take a look at starting lineups for Dowling on the Dowling offense. Marins will start at left tackle, Sam Gavin, a senior. Dominic Varelli is a left guard, also a senior. Jake Olson's the center. He's got some varsity starts last year. Uh, a 6'1", 230-pound senior is Olson and one of the captains. Gabe Carey is the right guard for Dowling, number 68, a junior. And Michael One, uh, number 51, a senior. At 195 is the right tackle. Tight end tonight for Dowling. We mentioned Andrew Lynch is out with an ankle injury. Jalen Thompson, the sophomore, 6'5", 215, gets the start uh, at uh, as a sophomore uh, tight end. And Caden Sanders will back him up. The fullback tonight is Gail, Gail Kokenauer. And the running back is Zach Swagger. And the quarterbacks will be uh, Jake Steingraber and Jackson Smolik. And Mac Anderson, Carson Brown will be... Uh, two of the wide receivers, along with Louis Brooks, another captain, and Koa Thompson. All right, we're set for kickoff. They're running just uh, slightly ahead of schedule. So, Dave, we'll keep it here. 
And uh, are you all set for Dowling Valley? You bet. Let's go. You were here last year, but you were on the sidelines, right? I was. Uh-huh. I'm ready. Dowling set to kick off. They will defend the south end zone, going right to left in front of us. And here is the kick. High end over end kick by Diego Leon. It's fielded by Valley at the five. Across the 15, 20, 25. Hopping to tackle. And on the return, carrying the ball up near the 35 and out of bounds is the Valley punt re- or kickoff return team. Nice job that time by Jaden Williams. They're starting uh, running back. And Max Deary making the stop for Dowling out of bounds. Yeah, quite a few missed tackles there, Mark. But fortunately, Max Deary and a couple of his buddies were able there to uh, force him out of the bounds. Valley's ball on the 34-yard line. Valley offense takes the field. The quarterback is Jake Rubley, young man who transferred from Colorado. He went 11-24 last week, no interceptions for 146 yards and two touchdowns. He'll work out of the shotgun, one back in the backfield, and that's Jaden Williams. Back to throw Rubley. Works to his left, hit and dropped immediately on the catch uh, for Valley. And hit and dropped immediately is Danny Rankins, or is that Mahoney out there? Boy, Creekhauser is the one who came up and made the tackle. What a tackle. But that was just a quick flare-out pass, and Dowling read it all the way, came up and made a uh, tackle for about a one-yard loss. Great play by the Maroons. Mahoney is a wide receiver wearing number two, split out wide left. And now he's joined out there by another receiver. And here is a back to throw his Rubley. Penalty flags down. The pass is caught. A little quick hitter on the left side of the offensive line. And... Gets it up to about the 37-yard line, but this might be coming back after the catch. Yeah, it was hard to tell. It was the line judge who called it. And it's going to be procedure against the Valley Tigers, so penalty against the Tigers, and that will back them up five yards and will bring up second down and 15. Another key tonight, Mark, is these defensive front uh, Patton and, and Pettis especially need to put pressure on Rubley to force him to throw the ball because I don't think he's quite comfortable yet with this offense uh, since he hasn't been here very long. And it's uh, putting pressure on him will help tremendously. All right, two backs in the backfield. So Rubley out of the shotgun, toss play right side, and that's Deion Hutch. He tries to turn the corner, hit and dropped in the backfield as the Dowling defense came back there. And I believe it was Danny Rankins, the other running back. Rankins with the carry, and he'll lose a few yards back inside the 25. And to give, give huge credit to Michael 1, number 51, uh, the defensive end on that play. He did exactly what he was taught to do. He's got to force that play. If that young man from Valley gets outside of him, we're dead. Michael forced it back inside to his linebacker, and uh, – What'd they do? Lose more, Mark? Yeah, they lost five. Yeah, so great job. Third and 20, Valley. Line of scrimmage, their own 23. Back to throw, Rudley wants to go long. He does go long, and he overthrew everybody. Incomplete to Matthew Mahoney, their outstanding wide receiver. Going to an Ivy League school next year, and he overthrew everyone. Yeah, and that's what we're going to see Rudley doing at quarterback. Is From what I understand, he is really dangerous going deep, and that's where he connects with his receivers. Uh, so that's where they're going to uh, try and go quite a bit, when, especially when they need big yardage. All right, Valley forced a punt on fourth and 20 from their own 23-yard line, and their punter is Dawson Stein, number 37. He's also one of the backup quarterbacks, and high spiral kick, short kick, and it'll 
Be fielded at the 43-yard line by Louis Brooks. Now he's got to return to the right side, crosses midfield, and finally dropped right in front of the Dowling bench at the Tiger 45-yard line. So the Dowling offense will start there, first and 10 from their own 45. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. Let's try to bring in uh, John Chidle this time. Johnny, you there? All right, Mark, can you hear me now? Oh, perfect. All go right, ahead. okay, we got something you going. found a spot. Well, you know what's interesting on that? You saw three straight uh, short passes. One came back for a, a penalty for Valley. And then the running game was insufficient on that one attempt. But Dowling's defense is looking a lot quicker up front on, on the interior line. Now they certainly are. And we'll keep an eye on that. Dowling's first offensive possession. As the Maroons go three receivers, a little quick pass. Caught, and that's the tight end with the catch. And uh, a nice catch that time by Jalen Thompson. Enough for the first down. And he hit that quick go route as Jalen was a slot receiver just outside the offensive line left side. Yeah, look to him to go to the tight end a lot tonight, Mark. And I think Dowling's going to throw quite a bit tonight. I, I looked for him to throw a lot of short, quick passes. So a gain of 11, first and 10 Dowling. Offset eye formation. And the quarterback in the backfield is Steingraber, and he gives it to his tailback, and that is Schwager. And Zach turns the corner and picks up a couple yards down near the 32-yard line and bring up second down eight Maroons on the Valley. 32, no score, nine and a half minutes remaining first quarter. That was the tailback counter where they're trying to kick out with the full back and pull the guard, leave the tackle at home so he can uh, provide support on the backside. It just developed a little bit too slow, Mark. So brings up. Second and eight, Maroons on the Valley 32-yard line. Beautiful night. Temperature in the uh, lower 80s. The wind out of the south, so Dowling has a win at their back. And the Maroons will send a receiver in motion. Back to throw is Steingraber. Fires in the end zone. He's got a man open, but he overthrew Louis Brooks incomplete. He had Blake Anderson go in motion, Dave. And he was wide open at the line of scrimmage, but outside the numbers. So he had a couple options there, but he overthrew uh, Louis in the end zone. Yeah, and Mac Anderson is the guy to watch. Mac did not catch a ball last week. But I'm going to make a prediction right now that he's going to have a big night. Mac's an excellent receiver, tremendous speed. Good kid. Watch out for him tonight, Mark. He had a great week in practice. Third and eight for Dowling. Back to throw is Steingraber. The senior fires it out. The pass is caught first down. And did you just not call that, Mac Anderson? I just called it. You watched two practices, and you already got the plays down. You just don't lose too much, do you, Mr. Marcoulier? Well, I tell you, Mac's talented, and if you throw the ball, he's going to catch it. And, and I think these quarterbacks discovered that this week. Nice play, nice catch by Mack. 13-yard gain, first down Dowling at the Valley 19-yard line. Maroons have Steingraber in at quarterback. He works out of the shotgun. Jake, a 5'10", 175-pound senior. He's got Schwager in the backfield. Zach on play action, fires the pass down, and it's caught. Nice catch that time, and that is Jacoa Thompson, who had a couple catches last week against Indianola. And he gets outside the numbers, and... They're going to wrestle him down inside the, uh, right about the 15-yard line. They haven't put it down yet. Yeah, and you're seeing Dowling's game plan offensively here. They're, they're going to throw short passes, five-yard passes, five to ten at the very most. Every once in a while, throw the long one. Eight-yard reception down to the 11-yard line. It's second and two Maroons from the Valley 11. Eight minutes remaining first quarter, no score. Dowling on their first offensive possession. Here's a low snap. Steingraber picks it up. He gives it to Schwager, and he got the first down. Zach right over center, 
And he blasts his way for a first down and goal at about the seven-yard line. Up front, Dominic Varelli, Jake Olson, Gabe Carey, the center, two guards. And, of course, the tackles are Gavin and one for Dowling. And the tight end is uh, Jalen Thompson. And Caden Sanders, number 36, will come in and play that spot also. And we did not see a Dowling offensive line drive like the lineman just showed us there against Valley. Great job by the interior. Swagger picks up four. Now he gets the handoff and a slow developing play, and the Valley defense makes his presence. No gain in the play. Swagger right over center, and nothing there. Yeah, Valley had a stun on through the C-gap on the back side, and he was able to get through that little opening and get Swagger before he got out of the backfield. So it'll bring up second and seven. Great pace by the Maroons. That play clock. Gets under 20, and they're snapping it, Dave. It's really a quick pace. And uh, out of the shotgun with uh, three backs in the backfield, back to throw a Steingraber, and he overthrew his receiver. Louie Brooks incomplete. Louie had to come back and look into the sun because the the field is mostly shaded except inside that five-yard line, but the pass was overthrown. Yeah, Louie took about five steps straight upfield and and went to uh, an out pattern. Uh, The cornerback got tripped up a little bit, so Louie was wide open, but the – they just were unable to connect on that play. Too bad, Mark, because that, w- that would have been a nice one. So brings up second down and goals. They move the ball back five yards. Must have got Dowling for a procedure call. Back to the 12-yard line on the penalty. So it's second and goal from the Valley 12. Maroons with three receivers left. Dowling going right to left towards the north end zone here at Valley Stadium. Back to throw. Steingraber over the middle. Pass is caught, and he's in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Dowling. Tremendous pass from Steingraber. He threw an absolute bullet as he hit his receiver over the middle. Mac Anderson. Mac Anderson, the man you talked about. That's his second catch. Yep. Watch out for him. Nice job. Like you called, Mark, that was a great pass. And I tell you what, he threw that ball hard, but Max got a great pair of hands, pulled it right in. 6.54 remaining first quarter. Dowling leads 6 to nothing. Calvert in for the extra point. Steingraber will stay in and hold. And the long snapper is Koa Thompson, who caught a pass during that drive. The snap is down. The kick is up. And it is... Good. So it's 7-0 Dowling over Valley. 6.54 remaining first quarter along with Dave Marcouli. I'm Mark Emmadale back with more from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. And welcome back to Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Mark Hamadale, Dave Marcoulier, John Chido. Dowling goes 
on a drive of their own if they took over from at the Valley 45. Nine plays, 45 yards, capped off by uh, Jake Steingraber. Uh, Seven-yard touchdown pass to Mac Anderson. Jake Calvert's extra point gives Dowling a 7-0 lead. John Scheidel, let's go down to you on our sideline as we're right in the middle of our two-minute uh, uh, COVID break, as we like to call it, where the uh, teams are being sanitized. And they do it right after this uh, uh, this score. But, Johnny, give us your uh, your rundown on that last drive by the Maroons. That was a very, very good uh, pace with that drive, Mark, uh, other than that one penalty. Uh, but uh, Jake Steingraber's pass, they went three receivers one side, single receiver to Mac Anderson, and he he was able to get that inside release, and, and Steingraber uh, threw the ball right there on the numbers, and it was a great pitch and catch for, for the early score. But uh, what a, a, a switch from last week to this week, like Coach talked about in the pregame. Yeah, it certainly was. And, Dave, you kind of hit on it. A uh, couple different guys making catches. Cola Thompson with the catch uh, during that drive. Uh, we, we mentioned uh, Jalen Thompson, the tight end, who caught the first pass of the, of the game for Dowling on offense. And then uh, Anderson with a couple catches, one for the touchdown. Yeah, and the, the offensive line also, Mark. Uh, credit them. I tell you, I saw some line drives that I have not seen even in practice. So, Dowling offense comes out looking very strong. All right, Mason Dubrava back deep along with Jaden uh, Williams. And Dubrava has it on the return. They kick it to the left hash. Dubrava, uh, sneaky move across the 35-40, and he's still on his feet and finally ran out of bounds right about the 44-yard line of Valley. Nice return by the Valley Tigers. Mason Dubrava, who we'll hear more about tonight, the other wide receiver with uh, Mahoney, and he had a nice return. You put them both back there, and, you might as well just kick it out of bounds, put it on the 35, Dave, I right. think. Right. <laughs> that Jabrava is very slippery. He's hard to bring down. He, he broke a number of tackles there. Finally, uh, number 26, a junior, Adam Thompson, or Townsend, excuse me, was able to bring him down, fortunately, but not until he got to the 45-yard line. All right, Valley with the first down from their own 45. Tigers go left to right, north to south here at the Valley Stadium. The visitors are now... Uh, Rubley out of the backfield, and his pass to Mahoney, a little lateral pass. Mahoney with the catch, gets across the 45 up near midfield, and finally tackle out of bounds at the Dowling 48-yard line. Nice little uh, route that time, a seven-yard gain for Mahoney. Yeah, pretty close to the same play they started the game with, but they had much more success this time around. First time Valley is in Dowling territory tonight, and the Tigers have a first down at or a second down play from the Dowling 45. And now the give is to the tailback and handoff right up the gut, right over center, and that's Jaden Williams with the ball. The ball carrying gets down about the 47-yard line for a gain of one. Williams is another one of the Division One prospects that they have on the offensive side of the ball. And when Valley goes to that tight pro, uh, they do like to give the ball to Williams and run the ball. Would be surprised if Williams uh, will go down with can- to Kansas State with Rubley, who has uh, accepted an offer there. Those two could end up being a oh, K-State Oh, that's Wildcats. right. He is going to Kansas yeah. State. Yes. All right. Rubley under center this time. I formation. Handoff Williams left side. He's stacked up. He's near a first down. He falls forward. And he'll. Uh, it's going to be a matter of inches, Dave. You signaled first down. Well, it Valley. depends upon which official. Two of them are marking it. One's short and one's long. But first down, Valley. Was... They mark it. You were correct. That was close. At the Dowling 45, first down Valley Tigers at the 525 mark of the first quarter. Dowling 7, Valley nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network as we simulcast. Mark Amadale, Dave Marcouli in the booth. Down the Dowling sideline is John Chido. He'll catch up with Dowling head football coach 
uh, Tom Wilson at halftime, so look forward to that. Tigers now move the tight end to the left side, two receivers right. And Jake Rubley out of the shotgun, bobbles the snap, rolls to his right, wants to throw, does. He threw it away incomplete. Nobody over there. Closest Dowling defender there was uh, Carson Kriegshauser, and he had nobody to uh, defend. No, uh, again, Pettis and Patton put got through the line of scrimmage, and they put pressure on Rubley, and they got to continue to do that and get him moving to throw the ball. So that'll bring up second and ten, Valley, from the Dowling 45. Tigers will have two receivers right. One of them is Mahoney. He's slot right. And one receiver to the left. Here's a snap, and they give it to Williams. Jaden with the carry. He's stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Oh, the interior line for the Maroons. Stuffing that play. Up front, Jalen Pettis, Chase Patton, Russell Pearson, the, the front three along with Michael One, and uh, Will Herman along with Max Derry, Jake Meyer, and Carson Kriegshausers, the uh, linebackers. Right. They're very high on uh, Meyer and Derry also. That, that Max Derry is a wrestler. I know his father, he was a tough wrestler back in his day, but you, you get those wrestlers playing linebacker and watch out. So no gain in the play. It's third and ten Valley as Williams, no gain. Back to throw rudely under, under duress. Now wants to run, runs to his right, fires the ball downfield. He dumps it off, and the pass is caught. First down Valley at the 32-yard line. Mahoney came back for the football and made a cradle catch at the 32 of Dowling. Oh, and that's too bad. Jack Myers was on an outside stunt that time. No one touched him, but he was unable to catch Rubley. Rubley broke free and completed the pass, or Mark, that would have been a 10, 15-yard loss. Yes, it would have been. Yes, it would have been. And uh, hats off to Rubley. Jake uh, avoided the Dowling pressure, and it's first and 10 Valley. 3.50 remaining first quarter. Valley going into a, a slight wind here at the Valley Stadium as they go left to right towards the south end zone. Play action. Back to throw. Rubley has time. Fires over middle. The pass is intercepted. Intercepted by Dowling Catholic. And on the pick, it's Blake Anderson. And, yes, he goes both ways. And Blake with the pick after the ball was deflected by Mahoney, Dave. And on the coverage, I believe, was Will Herman who made the tackle who forced that ball to go up in the air and to be intercepted to his teammate. So credit Will Herman also. So Blake Anderson with the interception and Dowling with the football. With 3.38 remaining here in the first quarter, Dowling's offense will be on the field, and they're going to take their mandatory uh, sanitary timeout for COVID. So we'll take a one-minute break and return. Mark Hamadale, Dave Marcullia, John Chidal, back with more from Valley Stadium. It's Valley Dowling, and the Maroons lead at 7 to nothing over the Valley Tigers here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, after the Valley turnover, first down Dowling at their own 17-yard line, 338 remaining first quarter. Dowling leading 7-0 as back to throw on first down. Steingraber hits the man over the middle, and it's caught. Big catch that time for Mac Anderson. He's inside the 20, and he's going to run out of bounds <laughs> at the 10-yard line. First down Maroons, and Mac Anderson after the tremendous pass from Jake Steingraber there, Dave. boy, Mac. He ran an inside slant that time, and Mac, he's deceiving. He's got a tremendous amount of speed. He's a smart kid, and he's a big playmaker. So watch out. Dowling Catholic all the way down to the nine-yard line. And the Maroons in business. That goes for 74 yards and a Dowling first down. The Maroons with a first and goal at the nine of Valley. And now... Dowling offense looking back to their sideline. We're going to get John Chido in here. This thing is picking up after, and the Maroons are going to call a timeout, and we will take one ourselves with 326 remaining first quarter. Dowling, seven, Valley nothing. The Maroons will have a first and goal at the Valley nine when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Hey, we're back here at Valley Stadium. Mark Amadale alongside Dave Marcoulier, John Chido. While we were away, a quick sliding pass that time for Dowling, all the way down inside the five-yard line with the catch, and the Maroons bring up a a second down and goal from the uh, four-yard line, Dave. Well, they lined Louie and Mac Anderson up on the same side. Mac ran a quick slant, and Mac's the one that made the catch on that one. A nice sliding grab, and they had a – a lot of misdirection with that. And now Steingraber, quarterback, to hand off to Swagger. And Zach bowls his way down about the uh, two-yard line. Gained a two to bring up third and goal Dowling at the Valley 2. As Swagger, who was a leading ball carrier last week uh, for Dowling in their win over Indianola, uh, with 22 carries, 117 yards. And now they 
Uh, that go was right a, up the middle, but a penalty flag down here, Dave. This is all going to come back. That was a quick set quarterback sneak, and usually that means illegal procedure on the Maroons. Well, let's get John Chido in as they assess the penalty, presumably against Dowling. John, a lot has happened with the turnover by uh, Dowling forcing the turnover. Yeah, what a what a ball play by uh, uh, Blake Anderson with that one-handed interception, Mark. And the, the, the passing combinations, the route running for Dowling getting these one-on-one matchups, and, and exposing the defensive backs in bad positions there with those matchups, allowing for Mac Anderson to get free for that big, big uh, catch and run, Mark. Yeah, it certainly is. Johnny, thank you for that report. Offside on They Valley. call it Valley for jumping. Yeah, that's, so that's half the distance. Third and goal now for Dowling at the Valley 1. High snap, Steingraber has it. Handoff, Swagger, touchdown. Touchdown, Dowling. Zach Swagger right up the gut. He followed his center that time. Jake Olson, Dominic Varelli, and Gabe Carey, the guards. Sam Gavin and Michael won the tackles. Jalen Thompson, Caden Sanders at two tight ends, and Dowling now up two scores on the Valley Tigers, 13-0 Maroons. Great run by Jack Swagger there, getting behind his blocking, and the key is he kept his feet moving, which is critical. Nice job, Dowling offense. Holy cow, Mark. We bring you out of retirement, and this is what we have. Wow. Up two on the Valley Tigers. You know these two teams played for a state title last year. Well, you know what? And they played two games ago, right? <laughs> yes, they did. That's two right. games ago. Extra point by Calvert is no good. So the score remains Dowling 13 and the Valley Tigers nothing. 228 remaining first quarter. Back in one minute from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. I'm Mark Amadale. Dave Marcoulia joins me, John Chido, here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools. And we're back here at Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, as Dowling goes four plays, 83 yards, capped off by a Zach Swagger one-yard run. Dowling 13 to nothing over Valley. His extra point was no good. The big play, Dave, Mac Anderson's 74-yard reception on first down to put Dowling deep in Valley territory. Here's a kickoff by Diego Leon, and that drives uh, Williams deep to his five. And on the return, he's going to be swung down as he crosses the uh, – 20-yard line as a nice return that time by Valley and tackle Adam Townsend. He's, Townsend. A, he's two for three. Yep, he's the, he's the third running back in this uh, yeah. group, and he's doing his mark, making his mark. Very on nice teams. job. Let's go down to Dowling, Dowling sideline, which is on the east side of the stadium tonight, now in the shade, and that is John Chido. Johnny, a big play that time, Mac Anderson, to get Dowling and in deep into Valley territory to set up the touchdown. Yeah, that was an excellent drive for the for the Maroons. Uh, the passing game has been very efficient tonight for them. This is a big uh, 
possession for Valley. Uh, they need to get some type of points on the board, some type of rhythm going with their offense. On their own 22-yard line, they hand off to Jalen Williams, and he's hit and dropped Jayden right at the line of scrimmage. Barrier. He turns the corner and hit from behind as Williams couldn't get unleashed. And Davey had some maroon, a little wall set up on that right side, but dragging him down from behind. Jalen Pettis caught him from behind, and that that's good. You do not want to let Williams get outside or you aren't going to catch him. Uh, Jalen Pettis did a nice job shooting his gap, getting in the backfield and making the tackle for no gain at all, Mark. Yep, second and 10, Valley on their own, 22-yard line. Dowling, 13, Valley nothing. Final minute and 50 seconds left here in the first quarter. Quarterback is Jake Rubley for Valley. Swings the ball out of the backfield, and it's incomplete. Try to hit Williams with a little uh, swing pass to the left of the formation and let him a little too far, incomplete. Well, that sure looked like a fumble almost to me, Mark. Didn't that look like a backwards pass to you? It was pretty close. No. Valley came no. up with it. No. Now I know you've been away and on, no. on a motorcycle too long. Come on, this is Valley, Mark. <laughs> you, you have a different set of eyes when you play Valley. <laughs> Remember, gentlemen, remember our, our listening audience, Dave, the, the guy who uh, gave away his daughter but missed the rehearsal dinner. Well, you went to most of no, it. I you stayed. didn't eat dessert. I, no, I ate. Right over I there. Ate, I ate my hamburger and left. <laughs> to coach in a Dowling Valley game, that's dedication. All right, for Valley, it's third and ten from their own 22. Back to throw Rubley on play action. I'll be chased, undumps it off, incomplete. Threw it into space. Williams was there, but nobody else. Pass incomplete. I'll bring up fourth and ten. Valley from their own 22, and this Dowling defense has just been stifling in this first half. Well, they set up the screen pass there, and Russell Pearson came through, and uh, he was not fooled by Rubley. Rubley backpedaled much further than he wanted to, and by the time he came to throwing the ball, uh, there was no one there. It had just broke down. Dawson Stein into punt. He'll stand back at right around his 10-yard line, gets it away. A low kick, fielded at midfield by Dowling, and hit and drop on the return for the Maroons is Blake Anderson, and that'll move him back to the 48-yard line. That's where Dowling will start, moving back to the 46-yard line. We want to thank Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates for sponsoring the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. And if you're watching the game tonight on CISN, you'll see their ads throughout on the screen. Let's go down to Dowling's sideline, and that is where John Chido is. Uh, Johnny, give us an update before the Dowling offense takes the field. Well, Valley's trying to get uh, more laterally and get get their uh, position players in space with the football, and they're unable to connect on that screen pass and other little short routes. And and, and Dowling's defense has been in great position to to shut the the Valley offense down. Yeah, and one of the big plays was uh, Pettis. And now Smolik in at quarterback, fires a pass across the uh, uh, field. The pass is caught by Louis Brooks, but uh, for a short gain, maybe up to the 48-yard line for a gain of two, as uh, we're seeing the Dowling sophomore in there right now, Jackson Smolik, 6'2", 180-pound uh, sophomore. And he threw, he's got a nice arm, Dave. You saw it there. Yeah, he can really throw the ball. And you know, Mark, I was focusing on the offensive line that play, and there was absolutely no penetration at all by the Valley defensive line. So that line is stepping up. Brooks with his first catch tonight. Smolik back to throw. Now wants to run. Scampers outside the pocket. Rolls to his left. Fires with his right hand down. Field pass incomplete. Overthrew Louis Brooks. Also had a receiver down there in Jake Anderson, but he overthrew them both incomplete. My my valley eyes saw a lot of pushing on that play, but. uh, Of course you did. uh, Yeah. They, uh, Smolik really had to scramble quite a bit, and he threw a nice. Uh, pass, unfortunately, running the wrong way, which makes it a difficult pass, and Brooks was unable to come up with it. 
uh, the official stop play. They did not. I guess they are set the five-yard penalty now being assessed to Dowling. And they'll move the ball back to the 42-yard line. Uh, John Chato, did you see what the, that was about? Because we didn't realize there was a penalty flag thrown on the play after Smolik was scrambling. Yeah, they're calling an offensive lineman downfield. Uh, okay. Second and 13. Oh, let's see. Ineligible man downfield for Dowling. It'll back the Maroons uh, to their 43-yard line on the penalty after incompletion. Diamond backfield. Back to throw Smolik. Fires it out. Of the pass is caught. Louis Brooks with the first down inside the Valley 45. Steps out of bounds at the 42 of Valley. Well, he has so much speed. It's obvious the cornerback for Valley is taught don't get beat deep because he was backpedaling, and he had a five-yard cushion. 10, 15 yards downfield, Mark, and he cut it off to an out wide open, perfect pass. And nice uh, spot that time because uh, Smolik had to throw it before Louie made his turn. Right, and that's beautiful his, work. So it's first down Maroons, first and 10 at the Valley 42, Dowling leading 13 to nothing. Here with 37 seconds remaining in the first quarter from a beautiful night at Valley Stadium. The sun is set and uh, lights are on, but we don't need them. Smolik back to throw, fires it out. The pass is caught by Koa Thompson. For a short game, kind of a quick stick route to the left side of the formation. They'll spot him down at the 38 for a gain of four. And Thompson just takes a couple steps and turns, and and Smolik got his read and selected Thompson on that one. Certainly did. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Kemen, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Alongside Dave Marcouli, I'm Mark Amadale, John Scheid on the Dowling sideline. We've come to the end of the first quarter. With the score, Dowling Catholic 13, the Valley Tigers nothing. Valley ranked number one, Dowling ranked third. Back with the second quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium, West Des Moines, as we start the second quarter. Dowling Catholic leading 13 and nothing over the Valley Tigers. My name is Mark Amadale, joined by Dave Marcoulli tonight. And John Chido on the Dowling sideline. Let's go second down to Johnny before we uh, start the second quarter. Johnny, uh, give us an update from the Dowling sideline. Well, Mark and, and Coach, uh, it's a lot different story than last week for the Dowling Maroons offensively. There's more more of a fast pace, uh, more efficiency with their offense. Defense has been stifling. Uh, they left off just like they left off last week. 
Valley's yet to get anything going offensively, Mark. They certainly have. And on second and six, Smolik out back to pass, fires it out, and he's got a man right at the first down marker. He's driven back right at the 32-yard line. They're going to give him the first down. Was that the tight end there, uh, Dave? We'll have to see. You know, dialing offense is going to so many quick passes and short short passes, very little run in these series, Mark, that – Valley's defensive line is just starting to stand up and not get any penetration at all. Six-yard reception that time for Jalen Thompson. First down, Dowling at the Valley 32. Dowling 13 and Valley nothing as we're underway here in the second quarter. Dowling will go from left to right, north to south here at the uh, Valley Stadium. Maroons in their home maroon uniforms, white pants and numbers. Back to throw Smolik on play action. Has a man wide open. He overthrew him. Incomplete to Mac Anderson and went right through his hands. The ball was high on a quick post route from the right side of the formation, David. Well, it was a little bit high because they uh, Valley came with a full stunt that time, and they got in on the two corners, uh, putting a lot of pressure on Smolik, forcing him to throw that ball, and he couldn't really follow through. Too bad because Mac Anderson was wide open on that play. He had no safety help. It was just him and the corner. So it's second down and 10, Dowling. And now Smolik back to throw, fires the ball out. The pass is caught. That is uh, Koa Thompson with the catch, and he's run out of bounds on the far sideline on the Dowling side right at the 20-yard line. That's a pickup of 12 yards and a Dowling first down. And Thompson inside receiver that time running an out pattern, nicely thrown ball, and a nice pickup for the Dowling Maroons. First and 10 Maroons at the 20-yard line as Dowling now in the Bozen, the Florist red zone. Say more with Bozen, 515-244-Rose. Bozen makes the moment mean more. First and 10 Maroons, ball at the Valley 20. As Smolik on play action, fires the ball to his right, and the pass is knocked down incomplete. Great job by the Valley defensive lineman who hit and uh, slapped it down. Nice job by the Tigers that time, and that's an incomplete pass. Yeah, he came up from the outside again to pick up Brooks. That time they lined up with Mac Anderson on the right side, split clear out one-on-one coverage. I thought they might look for Mac out there. But Louis Brooks came and was underneath, and the selected the read said go to Brooks, which he tried to do. All right, offset eye formation in the backfield. Smolik at quarterback. Mac Anderson split wide to the left, top of your screen as a receiver. And the handoff goes for the first time tonight, and that is Cam Middleton, the backup tailback. And he angles his way out of bounds inside the 15. I think we're spotting right out of bounds at about the 12. Uh, nice move by Cam Middleton. His first carry of the night as they alternate him and uh, the, the the tailback, Zach Swagger. Came back with that counter. Nice blocking by the fullback, uh, Schwager, who I believe is in there at fullback on that play. And the backside guard pulls. Seven-yard run for Middleton. Third and three, Dowling. Line of scrimmage, the Valley 13. And three receivers right, two to the left. Smolik over the middle, fires a pass. It's incomplete. He threw into coverage that time as the intended receiver was Mac Anderson, but well covered by the Valley defense. And that, that corner there was one-on-one with Anderson, and he had him well defended. Yeah, he really did. Uh, he was all over Mac on that play. So that's going to bring up a, a field goal attempt for the Maroons. This will be a 30-yard uh, field goal attempt by Jake Calvert. The snap will be from Koa Thompson. The holder will be Jake Steinbraber. And the ball is down. The left-footed kick by Calvert is up, 
and it is good. So Dowling extends its lead to 16 to nothing over the Valley Tigers with 10:27 remaining here in the second quarter. We'll take a break and come back with more from Valley Stadium here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. Mark Hamadil alongside uh, Dave Marcouli, John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline as the Maroons set to kick off, leading 16 to nothing on the 30-yard field goal by Jake Calvert. John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline. Nice little drive by the Maroons, but they ended up settling for a field goal instead of getting points or uh, getting a touchdown out of that, Johnny. Yeah, I want to go back to that batted ball by Nasir Washington because Jalen Thompson was wide open, Mark, and uh, that batted ball prevented a, a Dowling touchdown. And here is a squib kick by Dowling. I was wondering if they were going to do that, Dave, as uh, the squib kick fielded by Max Barr of Valley, and he'll down it right there at the 23-yard line. But go back to your point there, Johnny. Yeah, when yeah. they brought Louis Brooks in motion, and, they, and uh, Schmolik tried to uh, throw the pass over the middle, he's going to, to uh, Jalen Thompson, who was wide open. And Nature Washington, uh, I believe, is a defensive end for Valley, made a great play to bat that ball down. So the Maroons lead it 16 to nothing. The Valley Tiger offense on the field with 10.27 remaining here in the second quarter. Out of the I formation, they'll give it to Williams. He's smothered under. He'll get nowhere. Had a fullback in front of him, ran the I play to the right side, and a bunch of Maroon jerseys knifed in there and made the stop. And, Dave, you're going to have to call him out because there are three or four Dowling Maroons in the backfield. Well, yeah, I'm going to give Carson Kreekhauser uh, credit on that, Mark, but they're like you said, the whole right side. I bet Patton and uh, Pearson were also probably in on that play. They just really crashed down on the right side. So it brings up second down and 14 for Valley as the line of scrimmage was the 24-yard line. It's been pushed back to the 20-yard line on the loss, and here is a Rubley back to throw, fires it out. Nice uh, catch that time by the receiver on the near side. And that is uh, the first catch for Cale Nesheim. On a, he was a slot receiver to the left, and he gets it across the 25 up to the 27-yard line. You know, Valley has uh, two Division One receiving prospects. Their tight end, Eli Reardon, who is 6'6", 220, uh, Division One prospect, has not been offered yet, I do not believe. His brother played for Nebraska, has not touched the ball yet tonight, Mark. Yeah, yet is the key word there. 
All right, two receivers to the right, third and six. Rubley out of the shotgun, back to throw, loses his footing, but fires out, and it's intercepted, picked off by Dowling. On the interception that time is Carson Kriegshauser, and he'll be brought down right about the 33-yard line of Valley and another Tiger turnover. Oh, Kriegshauser played that ball beautifully. He got in his drop, right in the drop zone, and uh, made a great catch. Maroon's ball once again, Mark. This Dowling defense has, has looked good all year, and, and coming into the season, Mark, they knew the defense had to carry the offense for a little bit, but, boy, they aren't carrying them more than one game, are Unbelievable, they? and what a move that time. And, uh, John Chowder, you were right in front of that. Kriegshauser had that ball read that Rubley threw. Oh, I mean, he, he dropped right what Coach said. He dropped right into that read in that zone, and the ball was thrown right to him and made a great play. But right. the defensive line did the pressure that made that happen. Here's Smolik thrown in Touchdown. the end zone, and now Touchdown. it is a, a two. Both of them come down with it. Now the officials got to get involved. Louis Brooks came down with it, and they're going to give it to uh, Valley as the Valley defender there got in front of Louis Brooks, and they wrestled to the ground, and they're going to give it to the Valley Tigers. So one one turnover deserves another, and the Tigers will take it first and ten of their own 20. What a jump ball <laughs> that was. Uh, we don't have a replay, Mark, but I, I believe people watching at home right now are going to see a replay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I couldn't tell from here. So, it, it was just too hard to see. So Valley will take over first and ten from their own 20-yard line. A jump ball in the end zone. John Chada, you don't see that too often. And when you do, it usually comes down in favor of the offense. They rule offense, but the defender for Valley ripped it away. Yeah, Jabrava, that was a 50-50 ball, Mark. And, and uh, Jabrava was able to, to, to get it away from Louis Brooks there at the end in the scrap-up. But uh, what a great play by the defensive back for the Valley Tigers. Yeah, it certainly was. And that is uh, Mason Dubrava, the uh, 5'9 senior, and now Valley back to the ground game. And first and 10 from the 20. And no gain on the play. Williams with the carry, and he is having tough going, finding any sort of hole for this outstanding running back for the Valley Tigers. And, you know, they really aren't blocking the outside ends for Dowling Catholic. They're thinking Williams can make it up in the middle quick enough. But Russell Pearson, that's about the second or third time we've seen him crash down hard and make the tackle from the backside. So we'll bring up second and ten, Valley. It's... 16 to nothing. The Dowling Maroons leading the Valley Tigers. 8:15 remaining here in the second quarter. The game clock continues to run. And back to throw now is Rubley. Looks to his left, fires it out. The pass is incomplete. Broken up nicely by the Maroons, as the intended receiver for Valley was Eli Reardon, the guy you just took talked about earlier. Had the ball in his hand, but stripped away at the last moment, incomplete. And coverage by Will Herman on the play. Will did a nice job getting out on his coverage. To break up the play. So third and long big again. third down play here, Mark. Third and ten. Third and ten for the Valley Tigers. They'll send two receivers to the left, one to the right, one back in the backfield. That's Williams. And Rubley back to throw under duress, and he's trying to slip a tackle, and he won't. Down he goes. The Maroons come in there, and they sack Rubley back at the 14-yard line, and the Tigers are forced to punt. Rubley cannot get anything going as the uh, Dowling defense has been the name of this first half. Boy, and there are a number of Maroons in on that play. We had a stun on that time. He was able to get loose, and 
it just unbelievable. It was very hard to, to pick up the number on that one. John, you may have been able to see. Yeah, it was uh, Max Deary on the blitz. Yeah, he did a great job shooting that gap. And you knew he wasn't getting away because uh, Deary's a pretty good wrestler. Now here's a punt by Valley. Brooks with it at his own 46. Up the gut. He goes across the oh, 40. He, he might go. go down the near sideline. Brooks puts a move on the punter. Touchdown. <laughs> 54 <laughs> yards. And Louis Brooks <laughs> lights it up in Dowling now. Up 22 nothing, pending the extra point. And how about that guy? Louie was not going to let a kicker tackle him, I tell you that right now. No way. Beautiful return by Louis Brooks. Touchdown Maroons. A 54-yard punt return by Louis Brooks. And Dowling now has extended their lead to 22 nothing, as we have 7-12 remaining here in the second quarter. Dave Marcoulier. Unbelievable, oh, Mark. This is quite the night. Calvert now in for the extra point for Dowling, the hold by Steingraber, and it's a low kick. It's up, and it is no good. No good again. So it's 22-0 Dowling. We'll take a one-minute break and return to Valley Stadium with uh, number three Dowling leading number one Valley with 7-12 remaining second quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. This is Gloria Purvis, host of Morning Glory. Gosh, I wish they had Catholic radio when I was growing up. It would have been a source for me to learn more about the faith. When you pledge your support, you make it possible for this station to carry programs like Morning Glory every morning. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of Catholic radio. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. Mark Amadale, Dave Marcoulier, and, of course, John Chido on our Dowling sideline tonight. Let's go down to John. Dowling leading 22 nothing. And, Johnny, you can't get – we talked about special teams a little bit with Coach Joe Wilson in the pregame show, and there was a big special team play. Louis Brooks, a 54-yard punt return for a Dowling touchdown. Yeah, not only that, Mark, but think about this. He just lost a 50-50 ball that uh, Valley re- that intercepted, and he comes back. And the next time he touches the ball, he brings it to the house for a touchdown. I mean, that's a ball player. Yeah. Uh, that, what, what a great play. Well, this team's grown up a lot, uh, John. We saw them in week Diego one. Leo. And you got to hand it to the Valley Tigers or to the uh, Indianola Indians. They gave Dowling everything they had, uh, led in the first half, led in the, in the third quarter, and the Maroons pulled it away. But uh, the Maroons learned a lot from that game, John. Yeah, they sure have. And defensively, uh, the, the blitzes Danny that they've Rankin been sending and, and the Valley's offensive line is, is not being able to count for, for these blitzes coming off the edge. The last time was Max Deary uh, through the middle on that Mike Phil blitz. And and uh, the, the old line for uh, Valley is having a hard time picking up uh, where these blitzes are coming. That's true. Well, Diego Leon will kick off for Dowling. He kicked a swift kick last time. He'll do the same. Takes a couple bounces. They'll let it go back to the uh, eight-yard line, picked up by Williams, and Jalen with it across the 20. And he stood up right about the 25, 27-yard line. They'll spot him down. First and 10, the Valley Tigers from their own 27-yard line. And it has been all Dowling tonight. 
22-0, 7.05 remaining in the first half. Our halftime guest will be the president of the Catholic Football League. Andy Jepson will join us here at the uh, press box at Valley Stadium. But, uh, Dave, the Dowling defense, you you've, you you picked the right game to come back on. I'll tell you right now, you got to love this. Well, you got to love the Dowling Valley game, especially when Dowling's up 22 to nothing, <laughs> And when Valley is just loaded with Division One athletes, uh, this is just a real shock. First down, Tigers. The line of scrimmage, their own 28-yard line. And now the inside handoff, and they give it to Williams, and he stood up at the line of scrimmage. And that front four for Dowling is uh, Jake Rubley hands it off to Jaden Williams, the Valley ball carrier on the play. Up front for the Maroons, Pettis, Patton, Pearson, and uh, Michael One, all up front for the Maroons. Krieghauser, as we've called his name, he's got a pick tonight. Well, I know Roosevelt held Williams to one yard the first quarter, and then he kind of uh, broke loose, and he ended up with a, uh, over 100 yards last week. But I tell you what, Dowling is really keyed on him, and Williams has not been able to do anything. Second and 10, or second and eight, rather, Valley. Tight end on the left. They go to the running formation, handoff Williams, cuts it across, and is across the 30, up near the 33-yard line. He'll pick up three, and will bring up third and five for Valley at their own 33-yard line with six minutes, ten seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling leading 22 to nothing over number one Valley. And Will Herman coming up again to make a solo tackle. And, Mark, I tell you, we've called Will Herman's name all night long so far. He's had a tremendous first half. Did you hear uh, Coach Bossman in the, press, the box next to us uh, calling out signals? He's got one called out here. Just keep an eye on this play. All right, third and four <laughs> for, for Valley. Tigers go with a bunch formation to the left. Rubley under center, and one back in the backfield. That's Williams. Back to throw Rubley. Looks left, looks over the middle, fires it out, and the pass is caught. Beautiful pass, and I think he hit Reardon his tight end. The pass is, in, is complete, and that was not Reardon. That was Drew Henderson with the reception for a first down. Nice play, but I tell you, I didn't catch the number, but someone put a shot on Rubley. And uh, I think he's finding out what this Dowling Valley series is all about. He sure did on that play. Well, he placed a pretty good ball out there in Colorado before they shut it down for the year and he transferred here. And, uh, you know, his, uh, he's got family members that went to, to school here in Davenport area, Iowa State, and did very well. So he's cut this from a pretty Iowa, good cloth. This is Iowa, though, Mark. Come on. <laughs> he's cut from a pretty good cloth. He's not, this is not the high altitude, Dave. He doesn't play at that high altitude out there. All right, Tigers with the first down right at midfield, they'll call it. 16-yard catch to Drew Henderson. That's his first. And we got a timeout called by Valley. We'll take a minute break. Five minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 22, Valley nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. 
And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. Back to throw is Ruby, first and ten from midfield. He goes down and he gets it away. Pass is caught. Nice catch that time by Nesheim. Kale with the catch in traffic, and I'll tell you what, Rubley took another shot there, David. Yeah, he did. He's getting a lot of pressure. That was a flanker screen. He started wide and came inside. Nicely run play by Valley. And a four-yard reception for the Tigers. Second and six now as we have four and a half minutes remaining. Here in the second quarter, Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. Mark Amadil, Dave Marcoulier here in the press box on a beautiful night here at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. And John Chido on the sideline. And now here is an end around. They're going to give it to Mahoney. Matthew Mahoney trying to turn the corner. Gets outside the numbers and finally tripped up near the 45-yard line. Let's see where they'll give him forward progress. Maybe a, a yard on the game. And I believe it was Max Deary who got the initial shot. Will Herman also out there and one of the cornerbacks. But um, Max, another outstanding linebacker who can really run from side to side. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. Mark Amadale and Dave Marcoulia here in the press box. John Chido on the sideline. Ruby back to throw. Fires it out. Pass is caught near a first down. And they may give it to him. They're going to stop the clock and give the uh, Valley receiver. And uh, nice reception that time by the Valley Tigers as they're starting to gain a little momentum. And that was uh, Jake Anderson, and Jake is uh, Mac Anderson's younger brother. He's a sophomore in getting some reps at cornerback, coming up nicely to make the tackle. Benke with the catch. Eric Benke, the uh, 5'8 senior, back to throw Rubley on first down from the 40-yard line, and uh, the pass is uh, caught nicely that time. That's Nessheim with his second catch in this series. Valley starting to get their passing game, no huddle game clicking for them before the end of the first half here. Nine-yard gain for Nesheim. He had a four-yard catch a couple plays earlier. It brings up second and one. We approach the three-minute mark here of the first half. Timeouts remaining. Uh, Valley has two, and Dowling has two timeouts at their disposal. And they're getting down to under 10 seconds. seconds. They need to get this play going. Two receivers left, one to the right. Rubley out of the shotgun has two uh, running back in the backfield, and he's going to be hit and dropped. Dropped again in the backfield is Rubley. Back at the 35-yard line, he'll lose four yards, and will bring up third and five for the Tigers. Well, Max Derry came on that same stunt again, coming up the middle, and uh, Herman also. But uh, Derry is really getting around on the field, and I put a lot of pressure on him. That's his second sack of the first yeah. half for Derry. Yeah, he's done a nice job. Ruby was under tremendous pressure there. He couldn't do anything. It all starts up front for the Maroons. Patton, Pearson, Pettis, and one. And Krigshauser. Linebackers, Derry, Herman, and Meyer. All right, third and five, Valley. Shotgun formation, Ruby. He'll give it to Williams, the tailback. Handoff right side. Tries to turn the corner. Can't. Hit and drop right about the 33-yard line. He'll gain two. It'll bring up fourth and two. And decision time for head coach Gary Swenson and the Valley Tigers. And that was Russell Pearson again getting outside and not letting Williams beat him outside, forcing him back inside to his buddies to help him out and make the tackle. So I credit Russell Pearson on that play. Three-yard gain for Williams. Fourth and two, Valley. Line of scrimmage is the Dowling 32. Minute and a half, the game clock continues to run here in the second quarter, and the Tigers are going to call a timeout. We'll take a one-minute break. 
Minute 23 remaining in the first half. Dowling 22, Valley nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Mark Hamadil alongside Dave Marcoulier as our score is 22-0, Dowling leading Valley. Tigers took the timeout. They have one left here in this drive, Dave. A minute 23 remaining in the half. Valley looking for points. And fourth and two on their the Dowling 32. And Coach Swenson, field goal, go for it. What do you think, Coach? Oh, I, you got to go for it. Down 22-0, I, I definitely go for it at fourth and two. And that's what the Tigers are doing. Two receivers right, or two to left, rather, two to, and now we've got a timeout, Dowling. So we'll keep it here. Minute 23 remaining in the first half. Dowling uses their second timeout, so each team has a timeout left. And the Maroons with a 22 nothing lead. And, uh, Dave, this has been uh, quite the, uh, the year. And you, you look at the transition, uh, getting ready for a season. I know we had baseball and softball here in the state of Iowa, but you've been retired, retired administrator, retired coach, Uh what am I missing? Coach, administrator? Oh, and a principal, teacher, administrator. Yeah. What, this has to be interesting just to be a coach, just to be in those positions as a school teacher. And here you can't work with your team. You don't know. You know, you can't have uh, uh, contact, and then you got all that stuff. Talk about you're on the outside. I know you talk with administrators. This has to be different for guys like uh, Gary Swenson and for Tom Wilson, the two head coaches here, preparing for a season like this. Oh, absolutely. It's just as difficult as it is inside the building as it is outside with these these coaches, especially a football coach where you have, what do they have, Mark, 80 kids? I believe Dowling might have 80 kids Dowling on the team has this year. The, the most participating in sport. Johnny's going to give us yeah, try, an trying, trying to manage all that unbelievable. difficult to do, but Valley is lined up ready to go, so I better be quiet. All Mark. right, it's fourth and two Tigers. Minute 23 remaining in the half. Rubley out of the shotgun. Here's the snap with two receivers left. He goes over the middle. The pass is incomplete. Drop. It was dropped by the intended receiver that time, and that was Jaden Williams went up out of the slot left. He drops the ball incomplete, and Dowling will take over. And I believe that was Blake Anderson on the play who broke it up. Great job by the Dowling defense stepping up. And now let's see what Dowling's going to do with 119 mark. A ball on the 32. Will they go to their hurry-up offense? They ran their two-minute offense last night, and it looked pretty good to me. All right, we'll see as the Maroons now with uh, Steingraber in at quarterback. Where's number 10? Jake the senior gives to uh, Swagger, and he goes right up the gut across the 35 and pushes his way up to about the 36-yard line for a gain of four to bring up second down and four. Game clock continues to run under a minute 10 
here in the first half. That was the inside power play. Dominic Varelli from his left guard position does a little full block inside, tries to pick off the linebacker, and Schwager follows that block. They're going to give him five yards up to the 37 after the umpire. Second and five for the Maroons. Steingraber at quarterback. Jake, here's a snap. And the give left side and having some room and finally getting tricked up and down at the 49-yard line. And let's see, that was not Swagger. That that was the counter, Mark, where, where the fullback will kick out and they pull the backside guard. Johnny, give me a help, help in hand here. It was Cade uh, Gokenauer. Gokenauer, the fullback with a rare carry. So... Gokenauer carries the ball up to the 48-yard line. He picked up 11 yards on the play, and it's first and 10 Maroons. And now back to throw is Steingraber. Lost it up downfield, and the pass is underthrown incomplete to Louie Brooks as Steingraber underthrew Louie. And if the Valley defensive back would have turned around, he might have had something there, but it goes incomplete. Well, that Valley defensive back has some speed too, and he was staying up with Louie Brooks. Dubrava. Dubrava, yeah, that – DeBrava is one heck of an athlete. So that stops the clock, and that's the thing. You go for the big play, but you stop the clock with 17 seconds. Second and 10, Dowling from the 48. Handoff Swagger, and he's hit and dropped the line of scrimmage. Hello and good night. Stuffed at the line of scrimmage to bring up third and 10 maroons from their own 48. Well, he was stuffed because uh, Jake Olson had a tough time in the middle and got knocked back into Swagger. Knocked him off his feet. Mark, it's halftime. Yeah, hard to believe that. 22 nothing. Dowling leading at halftime over the Valley Tigers. And uh, we're going to catch up with John Chido and, and head coach uh, Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic at the Maroons' perspective as uh, John is uh, caught up with the head coach of Dowling. And, Johnny, take it away with Tom Wilson. Well, Coach Wilson, great start to a first half. Seemed like the offense was uh, moved the ball quite well down the field. The defense has been really stout up front, and your linebackers have put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Oh, we had a good half, but you guys know in this rivalry it's going to take four quarters, and you know we leave a couple points off the board with extra points, which is concerning. But we've done some some really good things. We'll just see if we're mature enough to finish it. Okay, thank you, Coach. Good luck in the second half. John Chida with uh, head coach Tom Wilson of Allen Catholic. The Maroons leading 22 to nothing here at halftime. And, Dave, you go back to pregame and what we talked about, what had to happen, what could happen. What we found out happened, the Dowling defense came to play tonight. Big plays. We mentioned numerous kids on that side of the ball, a couple of interceptions against the Division One quarterback in Rubley, but it's been the defense that has really propelled the offense for Dowling tonight, and they have been hitting on all cylinders. They've kind of opened it up, something that you saw this week in practice. Well, absolutely, and I was just thinking while you were talking, was it the front line, the linebackers, or the cornerback that really excelled? But I can't pick one out, Mark, because all three areas of the game on the defense, uh, just really did an outstanding job. They just really flew to the football, got to their gaps, and uh, I didn't see any mistakes and assignments by that defense at all. Well, they played a tremendous uh, first half. Let's take a look at our uh, statistics here at halftime. We want to thank Coach Seifert for providing that uh, to us as uh, Dowling leading at halftime 22 to nothing over the Valley Tigers. Maroons with uh, 10 first downs in the uh, first half, four for Valley. Uh, Jake Steingraber, 6 out of 8 passing, 124 yards and a touchdown at halftime to lead Dowling. Jackson Smolik, 
Uh, five out of nine passing for the Maroons for 34 yards. For Valley, Jake Rubley, eight out of 16 passing, 61 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, leading rusher for Dowling is Zach Swagger, eight carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Cam Middleton, one carry for seven yards. For Valley, their leading uh, ball carrier has been Jaden Williams, nine carries, nine yards in the first half. Matt Mahoney, one carry for one yard. Leading receiver for Dowling is uh, Mac Anderson. Four catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown to lead the Maroons. Koa Thompson, three catches for 24 yards. And Jalen Thompson for the Maroons, two catches for uh, 17 yards. And Louie Brooks, two catches for 12 yards. Louie had a 54-yard punt return for a touchdown to his credit. For Valley, Kale Nesheim. Kale with three catches, 21 yards for the Valley Tigers. Mahoney, three catches for 19. And Drew Henderson, one catch for 16 yards. That's a look at the uh, statistics here at halftime. Again, for the Maroons, they have 189 yards of total offense, 158 in the air, 31 on the ground. For the Valley Tigers, 55 yards of total offense, 61 yards passing, negative six yards on the ground. Dave Marcoulet, those are numbers. Yes, absolutely. And, again, that defense and the offense, uh, I thought the offense came out with a wonderful game plan tonight, starting short passes, picking Valley, trying to get them off balance. Uh, and it worked successfully with a mix of a few runs. But most of the time, the passing game is, is what made it for the Maroons, Mark. And uh, we want to thank Kemen, Mercy One, and Skeptons for uh, – Supporting our broadcast all season long here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, we're going to take a break here at halftime. As uh, along with Dave Marcouli and John Chido, I'm Mark Amadale. Halftime score: Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. We come back. We'll catch up with the president of the Catholic Football League here in Des Moines, and that is Andy Jepson. Uh, when we return from our halftime sponsors, we want to say say hello to them and thank them. And you've been listening to Dowling Valley Series here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And welcome back to uh, Valley Stadium here on a beautiful night for week two of the high school football season. Dowling leading Valley 22 to nothing here at halftime. And I have the pleasure to be joined by Andy Jepson, the president of the Catholic Football League. And coach, thanks for coming up here. Guy who wears lots of hats. Mark Coulier told me you were coaching girls softball. Is that right, <laughs> Jeff? I've, I've, I've had the, the pleasure of coaching his granddaughter for the oh last my three or four gosh. years. Now, is he a good parent when he's out, or grandparent when he's out there? He's I the mean, best. He's the best. Oh, he, uh, that's all I need to hear. He, he loves my, my uh, first base coaching antics. So <laughs> he's, he's probably the only one that loves it. But, uh, well, Andy, appreciate you coming by. I know Catholic Football League is 
off and running. Uh, a lot going on. Uh, I know our, our sideline guy, Johnny Chido, was one of the uh, coaches in the Catholic Football League at one time, now the eighth-grade coach at Dowling. We'll get to Johnny here in a minute. But talk about where we're at. Catholic yeah. Football League still going on on the weekends? Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, obviously with the environment that we're in right now, we, we weren't exactly sure what the Catholic Football League or the Youth Football League season was going to look like. But, um, you know, we've got a great partnership with the guys over at Mid-Iowa Youth Football League for our sixth and seventh graders. and. Um, they really put a great plan together for all of the local youth leagues um, to get started a little bit earlier than normal right. so that we can kind of space the season out in case we've got, you know, the need to reschedule something in the middle of the year. And um, So our 6th and 7th graders actually opened uh, their season last weekend, and, and they're off and running. Uh, our, our flag kids, 1st through 5th, will start their season uh, next weekend coming out of Labor Day, and, and uh, we're excited about all of it. It'll be a little... A little different, some different precautions and some different plans, but uh, our numbers are really, really strong, and, and we're just super excited to, uh, you know, provide an opportunity for the kids this year. And that's what's amazing. You know, we're going through the COVID epidemic. You know, parents, we always had the, uh, you know, the heads-up campaign, sure. the concussion. That seemed to be prevalent here the last five years. Yep. Now we have the COVID on top of that, and, oh, the kids want their – or the parents want their kids playing football, yeah. well, the numbers are up. And yeah. that says a lot about the community there. Yeah, I think that's 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 a great point. Well, and it, it's a number of things, right? I mean, <laughs> these kids have been cooped up uh, true. for, for yeah. a number of months. And um, we've taken as many precautions as we can with with masking and spreading practices out and, uh, and, and again, trying to set our schedule up in a manner where, where we can be as safe as possible with distancing and things like that. And so, you know, as always, we're just – uh, super appreciative of, of all of the support and, and the parents and families that have, uh, you know, some are new to the Catholic Football League, but we have so many that are longtime supporters and have had multiple kids go through our program. And, um, you know, we, we just feel very fortunate to be at the point that we're at and preparing to uh, to, to play our season and, and, and hopefully – um, you know, one day at a time, one week at a time. That's right. kind of the approach right now, but so far, so good. Well, and, I, and hats off to the coaches in the league, and I know Johnny's one of them. And, and John, you can tell it, uh, you know, just going to practice, how much the environment has changed. You coaches have to take care of the sanitization along with teaching all the other good football skills. Uh, that's a big thing at each and every practice before, let alone games. Yeah, it sure is. And when you're dealing with uh, young kids like that and trying to get them to uh, – acclimate to to the environment and make you know we try to stress that now your mask is part of your equipment That's right. just like your helmet you have to bring it with you all the time you have to have it on all the time yeah. and we only can control the things we can control and and that's one of them and as, as long as we can control that then there's hope we can play uh that week so we, we take it uh, week by week and uh it's been good so far yeah, yeah. certainly has and a- andy uh, you know i know that you got to stress that to all the coaches because you may coach a team but you're responsible for all the coaches and getting them on the same page making kids better so when they get into the dowling well that is the dowling program but they yeah. get the dowling you're seeing what's happening tonight some kids are growing up right in fo- before our eyes yeah you know the, the, the my my experience with the catholic football league um i've just always been felt so fortunate um to have the connection to Dowling Catholic football that we have, you know, it does, it certainly doesn't, it doesn't hurt our case when, when you're affiliated with a a program that's won seven state titles in a row and our kids, you know, not tonight, unfortunately, but most nights, most nights in, in, in a normal environment, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of kids out here watching their idols play on Friday night, just waiting for their turn. And that's kind of our role is, is to, um, create a positive experience for them when they're little and, and, and try to foster that love of the game keep them active in the game 
until we can hand them off to our, our eighth grade staff who, you know, they, they kind of tend to see their role the same way where they're fostering, you know, an, an even more urgent, um, you know, kind of acclimation to what we do at Dowling Catholic. And, um, you know, we're, we're all just very, very uh, blessed to be able to work together as, as well as we do. And Coach Wilson and his staff get a lot of credit for that. Well, and he's a big part of your input. You know, you, you, you're the president and you have all your officers with you, but Tom Wilson is a big part of the lower levels, the middle school, and then, of course, getting into high school. He's a big part of this. It, it's it's, it's um, nothing short of amazing, to be honest with you. As many hats as Coach Wilson wears at the high school, whether it be obviously as the head coach of the football team, but, but also as the athletic director and, and – uh, um, he's never short on time, you know, for those of us that, that have questions for him or um, need resources from him. And, and like I said, we're, we're as, as a youth league, we couldn't be more fortunate to, to be paired with the high school program that we are just because Coach Wilson knows how critically important the feeder program is, and he um, takes great pride in it, just like we do. So, Visit with Andy Jepson, the president of the Catholic Football League. And, Andy, if folks want to uh, know how to get involved, mm-hmm. uh, talk about the website, the contact people. I know uh, emails and that are on the website. But uh, if somebody is interested, non-Catholic, Catholics yeah. alike, uh, kids just coming through, maybe you have a first, second, third grader that you're thinking, well, he didn't play this year, but I may want to get him in next year. Yep. How do they get in touch with you and your program? Yeah, absolutely. All of our information is on our website, which is www.dmcatholicfootball.org. Um, Generally speaking, we open registration about April 1st. This year was delayed because of some of the uncertainty about where we were going, so we didn't open until uh, early May. Uh, but in, in normal times, we'll open the registration April 1st. Uh, all of the registration is online. All of our contact information is online, and, and, and my, my personal contact information is online. So uh, for anybody that uh, is interested in, in, in the program that we run and how we set things up or how to get involved next year, I would encourage them to just uh, feel free to drop me a text message or an email or, you know, whatever works best for them. And talk about the, the board of directors, the, the guys and the guys you work with. The guys you know, do all the work. Well, the guys and the gals behind the scenes yeah. who don't get enough credit, the wives, yeah, yeah, uh, the volunteers. Talk about yeah. uh, your board. We're, we're incredibly, incredibly blessed. We've, we've got, um, you know, a range of guys who have young kids that are just starting in the program and coming up through the program all the way to, to a bunch of veterans like Johnny and, and, and uh, Skig and a bunch of different guys that have had, you know, kids go through the program and have been around Dowling Catholic football for, you know, far longer than I have, certainly. Uh, and, and those guys are the, are the, the lifebread of our, of our, you know, program. They take on a tremendous responsibility, whether it be marketing our program or whether it be organizing uh, you know, practices and organizing the league and getting schedules put together. And, um, you know, it, if nothing else, it's just a really, really fun group of guys to be around. They, they have a passion for Dowling Catholic football. They have a passion for the game of football and, and for the, the kids that are involved in our program. And, um, you know, that makes the time and the effort that we put into it uh, all the more worthwhile because we enjoy it. I think we enjoy being around each other and, and working together. Now, one of those guys is on the sideline besides John Chido. Hey, Johnny, I know you're talking to your fans over there, but uh, there's some guy named Skig that uh, Coach Jepson called out, uh, Mark Skigliano, who helped us out last week with the uh, the tent down at Simpson. But how's the chain gang, chain gang doing down there, Johnny? Uh, you know, Mark has many hats as well. I mean, he's involved with the Catholic Football League, chain gang, he films games on the freshman level, but I want to say this about Coach Jepson. I mean, we are so fortunate to have him as our leader, uh, how organized he is, how great he is to be around, 
and he's a he's a coach at Grandview College. I, I mean, that 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 is uh, uh, exceptional to have someone like that with his experience, not only playing but coaching, and his organizational skills to be a part of this league. It's just been it's it's awesome to be a part of. He gives a lot of his time and talent, and uh, you know his dad just got put in the Hall of Fame, Johnny, up there at Manson Northwest Webster High School. My uh, my aunt taught swimming up there at Manson, Doris Trutzenberg, yep. and she's still retired and, and living up there. I think she taught Jepson how to swim, uh, Johnny, I believe. And, uh, well, that, 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 was, that was a chore for her, I'm, I'm quite sure. <laughs> Can you imagine some guy, six, six, seven, six, eight in high school, you know, I tend, teaching how to swim? I tend to sink. Yeah, don't float, but... Uh, yeah, but hats off to all of you, you know, and, and all you guys. And what a great job. Numbers are up, and yep. I just looked at this. You know, I looked at some old notes, uh, Andy, and, you know, you're talking about the concussion syndrome and getting mm-hmm. through that. Now we got COVID yep. on top of all this. Yeah. And I just think anybody that's volunteering their time uh, and helping out uh, has yeah. a lot to go through, and they're doing, a, doing it for the love of the game and yeah. the betterment of the program. Yeah, 50-plus 50, 50 volunteer coaches, uh, first, grade, first grade through seventh grade, and, and some of the – some of the most genuine best people uh, that you'd ever want to be around that just have a, a really have a passion for creating a great experience for our kids and, and, and building that love of the game. And, you know, we talk all the time about the fact that, um, you know, the results on the scoreboard for these kids really don't matter. The only statistic that matters is if you've got 12 kids on your team this year, we want to see 12 plus two more maybe next That's year, right. uh, you know, with, with kids that they shared their experience with. And um, we're just fortunate to have such a great network of guys and, uh, and, and uh, you know, Coach Chido, the, the the check is in the mail for the for the uh, for the nice commentary there. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure no, that gets to you. You deserve it. <laughs> well deserved. All right, Johnny. Thank you for uh, all you do on the sidelines there. And of course, uh, they have their season open, the eighth graders' season yeah. open Tuesday. Yeah, I can't wait to watch them get going. And, and of course, if folks want to get involved, dmcatholicfootball.com is a website. Uh, Guardians for All Helmets. We talked yep. about the safety process. That's tremendous. That was something you guys were striving for for the last couple of years, and now everybody has a guardian yep. on their helmet. Yep. Yeah, we're, 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 we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. You know, uh, equipment is uh, the, the technology with the equipment is, is ever advancing, and, and, and that's a chore to, to keep up with it. But, um, you know, every precaution that we can take from an equipment standpoint, uh, along with all the different techniques, you mentioned uh, USA Football's Heads Up program. That's, that's, a, that's a staple of what we teach uh, in our program. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a great community of folks that are forward-looking and, and trying to find ways to make the, the, the great game of football as, as safe as it possibly can be and, uh, and to sustain into the future. So um, we, we just love being a part of it. Andy, thank you for joining us. Always stick around. You're always welcome. Talk whatever's going on with uh, uh, Catholic Football League. You and your staff do a great job. I, I'm blessed to be. I'm blessed to have you guys part of our program tonight. And obviously, the big game, the game, That's right. the whole state's watching. Couldn't couldn't have gone much better in the first half. The, the, <laughs> Dowling the fans are... agree. The Valley fans who have texted yeah. me, a few of them out there. <laughs> coach Seacrest, uh, yeah. the Valley uh, basketball, girls basketball coach. Yeah, going a little bit different. But yeah. Andy, thanks for all you do for Catholic Football. You bet. Thanks for having me. Always appreciate it. All right, Andy Jepson, my guest. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening and watching Iowa Catholic Radio and Central Iowa Sports Network coverage of Dowling and Valley halftime. Dowling 22, Valley nothing, here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Howdy, folks. This is Jimmy Aiken from Catholic Answers Live, and it's very important that you support your local radio station because it's only 
your local Catholic radio station that makes it possible for you to hear wonderful programming like Catholic Answers Live and all of the other great EWTN shows. So please help them out right now and be generous. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at Valley Stadium. Here is the kickoff by the uh, Valley Tigers as kicking it into the end zone for a touchback, and that is Lennox Krell. And it'll be first and 10, Dowling on their own 20-yard line. The Maroons lead it 22 to nothing. And uh, Dowling got touchdowns from uh, Mac Anderson of seven yards from quarterback Z- uh, Jake Steingraber, seven nothing Dowling in the first quarter. And then Swagger on a one-yard run, the extra point no good, gave Dowling a 13 nothing lead at the end of one quarter of play. Jake Calvert for the Maroons, a 30-yard field goal in the second quarter, improved the lead to 16 to nothing. And then Louis Brooks on a 54-yard punt return, uh, extra point good by Calvert, 22 nothing Dowling here as we start the third quarter. Maroons on a handoff right up the gut. Swagger is swallowed up right at the line of scrimmage, and it'll bring up second down and maybe 11. He'll lose a yard back to the 19 there, Dave, and the Valley defense coming to play here in the second half. The Valley really got some good penetration there and forced Swagger into the pile. He was unable to cut it outside uh, one hole where the, uh, the opening was. So second and 19 Maroons as uh, Dowling has the quarterback is Steingraber. Back to throw now. Rolls to his right, pumps once, fires the ball downfield, incomplete. Underthrew his, his intended receiver that time for the Maroons. Incomplete and well pressured that time by the uh, Valley defense. Carson Brown, the intended receiver for the Maroons. Yeah, very good coverage by... Uh, uh, Trey Krause, I believe it was, for, for Valley. And uh, Stein, uh, Steingraber, excuse me, threw the ball away on that mark. That was a smart play by him. Certainly was, and that brings up third and 11 Maroons. Dowling leading 22 nothing over the Valley Tigers. This is the first series of the second half. Back to throw Jake Steingraber. Lost the ball downfield looking for Brooks. The pass is caught. Did he stay in bounds? Yes, he did. First down, Dowling. 41-yard line, and Louis Brooks out-jumped Max Mason Dubrava on the play. Mark, that play was coming right at us on the Valley sideline, and I thought, oh, boy, we're going to have to kick the ball. And all of a sudden, Louis Brooks came down with that ball. What a beautiful throw by Jack Steingraber got the ball up in the air and floated it right into Louis Brooks nice job first down 20 yard gain for the Maroons and it's uh, first and 10 Dowling from the 41 from their own 41 yard line the uh, tight end for the Maroons is Jalen Thompson on the right side as the Maroons now look back to the line of scrimmage Jake Steinbreaker the quarterback Steingraber has Cam Middleton in at tailback the the uh, number 32 the junior running back and now penalty flags down on this I think thing. delay a game Mark 
Yep, the game clock wound down, and uh, it'll be a delay against the Maroons. That'll back them up five yards. So it'll bring up second or first and uh, 15 for Dowling. We want to thank uh, Kemen, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formal Wear for supporting our broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And of course, as you watch the game, as we simulcast with the Central Iowa Sports Network, you can see their ads in the uh, corner of your screen. Now the Maroons with a first and 15, two receivers right, three to the left, tight end standing up in the slot left, Stein Graber at quarterback. Jake looks to his right, fires it out, passes caught, quick hitter, Mac Anderson with the catch up to the 41-yard line. That was uh, Carson Brown, I believe, making the catch, Mark, but ran a beautiful right, about a five-yard stop. Patterson, Mack was on the outside and uh, trying to get deep on that. So they'll give the forward progress up to the 41. That was the original line of scrimmage, so they got the yardage of the penalty back, Dave. Mack one-on-one coverage down here at the bottom on the Valley bench. Brooks up at the top, one-on-one, no safety help. And now Dowling left side of the offensive line jumped. That, That was a nice situation for the Dowling Maroons to have offensively. So two penalties. And it's a five-yarder. Goes the ball will be moved back to the 36-yard line. 10:35 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 22, Valley nothing. Maroons are back on their own 37-yard line after they uh, mark it off. So it'll be second down, 14 for the Maroons after the penalty. Steingraber with three receivers right. Tight end is on the right side, and I'm sorry, three receivers to the left for the Maroons at the top of your screen. Six seconds left in the play clock. The Maroons trying to use a lot of time. Valley in a four-front defense. Back to throw Steingraber. Now in the pocket. Gets out of the pocket. Hit. And bounces around across the 40 up to the 41-yard line. So he got the penalty yards back. It'll bring up third and ten for the Maroons. All receivers were running short routes that time. And Steingraber uh, didn't find anyone that he was confident to throw it to. They were well covered, so he did the correct thing, tucked it, and picked up whatever he could. Six yards is what he got. He that's, another, that's, we'll take that. I thought he just had about uh, three or four. They gave him six. So third and eight Maroons from their own 43. Dowling going left to right towards the north or through the south end zone. Steingraber back to throw the ball. hit and batted down at the line of scrimmage. Incomplete. And uh, that is another uh, uh, knockdown for the Valley defense. And I believe it was uh, Braden Edwards who uh, knocked it down, I believe, incomplete, and it'll bring up fourth down. That was Jalen Thompson, the tight end, coming over the middle. He was well covered. I'm not sure the coaches are going to be happy with the the read that uh, Steingraber had on that one. So that'll bring up fourth down for Dowling, and uh, Jake Calvert in the punt. Koa Thompson will uh, be the long snapper here. As Dowling back to its own 30, and that's Calvert. The left foot kick gets it away, end over end kick, and a running catch coming up on it at the 30 yard line and crashing forward, making a nice catch. Is that's Dubrava. dangerous? That is dangerous. And he hits the ground, and they're going to stop his uh, forward progress right about the first and 10 Valley from around the 35 yard line with 9.25 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling leading 22 to nothing over the Valley Tigers. First and 10, Valley from their own 33. Let's go down to John Chido on the Dowling sideline for the first time in the second half. Johnny? Well, if you're Dowling, the, the, the one thing you don't want, Mark, is is to get complacent. And, and they had that big third down conversion to, to Louis Brooks and then the, a penalty and a couple misreads there. And uh, uh, now the, they end up forcing them to, to kick the football. Now Valley's in a good spot to, to try to get something going here. 
Valley now on first down, and they're going to keep the football and sliding for uh, yardage is the quarterback that time. You haven't seen that all night, and that's Rubley keeping the football after faking the handoff. Yeah, that was an inside read. He read the line, uh, the outside linebacker who was crashing down. He Rubley kept it and got a few yards outside. So Rubley up to the 35, gain of two, second and eight. Rubley over the middle, and a sliding catch at midfield, first down, and that is the uh, wide receiver Mahoney with the catch. Matthew Mahoney with the first down catch at the midfield. Top notch Division One Mahoney wide open in the middle. Valley in the hurry up offense. 15 yard gain. Back to throw is uh, Rubley. Fires a ball out and the pass is a caught coming back for it. And that is Reardon with the catch. The big guy comes back and they're going to give him forward progress. And let's see, they're going to spot it incomplete. Excuse me. They yeah, say he dropped I, I it. I tell you, Ru- <laughs> Rubley was lucky that wasn't intercepted because he threw into a lot of coverage there. So it's second and ten from the midfield. Ball is loose and Dowling's got it. The Maroons get on top of the football defensive lineman for the Maroons coming up with it as Dowling recovers a fumble that time as the Tigers go to the ground. Uh, Pettis I, with the recovery. Jalen Pettis. Great. Boy, that's a big play, Mark. Big defensive play. And that is huge. John Scheidel, that defense has come up big all night. They were bending a little bit, giving up some yardage to the Valley Tigers. They went hurry up. But Pettis with the fumble recovery, John. Yeah, he was in the right place at the right time, Mark. It was a bad mesh point between the quarterback and the running back. And uh, Jalen Pettis ran right into it, Mark, and was able to secure the football. First down, Dowling at the... uh, 48 of Valley, and they'll give it up, a handoff to Swagger, and Zach gets uh, near the 45. They're going to give him three to bring up second and seven as Smolik in at quarterback. Dowling continues to rotate their senior quarterback with their sophomore quarterback. Right now it is Jackson Smolik, the sophomore in there, uh, Dave Marcoulier. And that looked like their inside zone play that time, Mark, able to pick up a couple yards. But both these quarterbacks, watching them in practice, uh, I would not want to pick the starter either because they are both quality quarterbacks all right second and seven dowling pettis out of the shotgun to give to swagger any kind of zigs and zags and gets a couple yards carries the football inside the 45 down to the tiger 43 a pickup a two and bring up third and five for the maroons at the valley 43 yard line yeah you called it mark he was zigging and zagging instead of going he, he just couldn't make up his mind on which way to run on that one and and whenever you do that uh you're allowed more penetration by the valley defense all right we have a timeout on the field this will be our uh, covid timeout for uh, sanitary reasons we'll take a one minute break and return 738 remaining third quarter and it's dowling 22 valley nothing from valley stadium in west des moines here on iowa catholic radio and the central iowa sports network Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, 
Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Back here at uh, Valley Stadium, West Des Moines. Uh, 7.38 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. Beautiful night. Temperature in the lower 80s to start with. It'll cool off here into the upper 70s by the time uh, we finish. Dowling leading 22 to nothing. That was our halftime score. The Maroons threatening here. Third and five at the Valley 43. Smolik back to throw. Lost it downfield. Looking for Louis Brooks, and the pass is incomplete. Louis dove for it at the last minute at the 10-yard line. And incomplete. Boy, does he have speed. And Smolik and Steingraber are both throwing balls that he and uh, uh, Anderson and company can run under. Yeah, he really does. And that Dubrava is locking up man for man with him this whole game. And uh, uh, those two guys are really having a top quality battle. And now Dubrava, I believe that is him deep returning the punt here. Uh, Calvert into punt for Dowling. He'll stand back at his own inside his 45. Fourth and five. For Dowling from the Valley 43. DeBrava back, as you mentioned, Dave, at the 10-yard line of the Valley Tigers. Good snap. Calvert pooches it towards the Dowling sideline, and it goes out of bounds inside the 25. So no return. That's the good news. And Valley will have it first and 10 from right around their own 25-yard line as the officials uh, line it up. And let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido has been all night. And, Johnny, take it away. I just want to give you an injury update, Mark and uh, Coach. Uh, Jake Olson went out on that uh, third down play. Uh, he was the one injured with that injury timeout, and Caleb Saylor was the new center for the Dowling Maroons. Yeah, Saylor, we, uh, he's listed as one of the backups. Uh, his backup guard, Caleb, a 5'8", 215-pound junior, wears number 50. In its center. Thank you, John, for that uh, update. And that's always a big loss when you lose your center. Yeah, a lot of things happen there. First down Valley from the 25, and now here is Rubley back to throw, and now he has to avoid pressure. He may have lost the football, but came down on top of it inside the 20. They're going to lose six yards on the play back to the 19-yard line, it looks like, Dave. Wow. Pearson put a lot of pressure on him, and the entire rest of the interior of the defense was in on the sack. A lot of pressure on Rubley. So Rubley, inside handoff to uh, Williams. Jalen hit and drop. He crosses the 25 up to the 26-yard line. So a seven-yard game, so he got some of those sack yards back, but it'll bring up third and long for the Valley Tigers. That was probably Williams' best run inside of the evening. He has really been neutralized by the Dowling defense tonight. He has not done a whole lot of damage, and now it'll bring up Third and nine for Valley from their own 26-yard line. Williams gaining seven at last carry. Two receivers right, one to the left. Back to throw is Rubley over the middle. He fires the pass. is caught first down, 40-yard line. Valley Tigers, a nice reception that time. Into a little bit of traffic is uh, Reardon, the big tight end. Eli Reardon, 6'6", 220-pound, just a junior, was one of the few starters back from last year for Valley. He is a big one. His brother went, uh, graduated years ago, played for Nebraska. Inside handoff to Williams, kind of zigs and zags, goes a little east-west, finally cuts it up and gets across the 40, up to the 41-yard line. But he did a lot of east-west running that time, Dave, before he put his head down and got a yard. Yes, he did, and that means a good job by the defensive front because he could not find anything open. One-yard gain that time. Reardon's catch was for 14 yards, and now 
Williams a yard gain. Second and nine, Valley. As Rubley back to throw, fires out. Off the hands, the intended receiver was uh, Reardon on the far side. A little quick out pattern, but he Rubley overthrew him and couldn't hook up. Out of bounds to the Dowling sideline on the far side. Well, I think we know what was said in the Valley locker room at halftime, Mark, and that's let's throw the ball to Reardon. <laughs> Because I believe they threw to him once, one time, in the, one first time in the first half, and they're just looking for him every single play. I would, too, if I had a 6'6", 265-10 tight end. All right, Ruby back to throw, has time, fires the ball down, field the pass, is tipped, and they're going to call it incomplete, I believe, as Rubley was hit and dropped. You know what, Mark, that ball it. went to Mahoney. And it'll bring up fourth down, but it went through and, and Reardon. And I thought DeBrava then caught it. It went through, I think, Reardon, and then it tipped by a Dowling player, and then DeBrava John right may there. have seen it. That yeah. that ball touched a couple players. <laughs> that was a deflected ball, John Chido. It was tipped three different times, uh, Mark. It went through, I think Mac or, uh, Jake Anderson was the last one to get his hands on the ball. All right, Valley forced a punt, and here's the punt. It's a short end-over-end kick, far sideline of Louis Brooks. At his own 25, returns it to the far sideline out of bounds as he crossed the 30 up to the 33-yard line. You know, another prediction, I don't think we're ever going to see these guys fair catch the ball. <laughs> Brooks, Brooks back there, and who's the other one who, who's been returning them? They they do not like fair Too catches. Too bravo. They don't like Well, for, for, for Dowling, for they got two right back. <laughs> they don't like fair catches. <laughs> that that one was a pretty short punt. Yes, it was. Now, I, I have to get Morris on here. I know he's coming up from uh, Alabama. He and Willie Farrell listing on the on Yeah, the on the, it, imagine it, those two it, in a car. I, I can't. <laughs> Holy cow. You gotta, how are you going to get a breath? Smolik in a quarterback. Handoff goes to Middleton. Cam hit and dropped. Line of scrimmage was the uh, 32-yard line, and he won't get back to it. Nice job by the Valley defense as they swarm it. But I was going to ask uh, Brian, uh, when, when Coach Marcoulier was coaching you, did he ever did he employ? We always had a fair catch. We didn't run it back. Is that true? <laughs> Is that true? No fair, no fair catch. Oh, I didn't like. I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will be told, Coach Marcoulier. Well, only if Brian was deep, then well, everything's a fair catch. Uh, we'll and then you just pray. We'll see if he's listening. Loss of one, second and eleven. Dowling from their own thirty-one. Dowling twenty-two. Valley nothing. 4.50 remaining third quarter, and we got a timeout called by the Maroons. We'll take a one-minute break. 4.49 remaining third quarter. Dowling 22 and Valley nothing on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. 
Second and 11 for Dowling. They go to the short side of the field, a quick handoff and hit and drop. Valley had that well read, Dave, as the Maroons go to the short side of the field and bring up third and long for the Maroons. They may have lost another yard or two on the play. Yeah, Valley really, or Dowling needs to, to, to get this game going back uh, back to, you know, the first series with these short passes and things. they got to try and open it up a little bit, spread things out. Big third and 10-yard uh, play here. All right, here's a snap. Smolik back to throw, launched it downfield for Brooks. He turned inside, and the pass went outside. Incomplete to bring up fourth down and 11 for Dowling on their own 31-yard line. Stops the clock with 4-12 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling leading 22 to nothing. Uh, some scores report. Uh, number two, Ankeny leading. Number 10, Waukee, 10 to 7. Uh, Southeast Polk leading uh, 24-0 over Ankeny Centennial. Some scores report from the CIML Class 4A. Here it's Dowling 22 to nothing. That was our halftime score. Calvert into punt. You know what? He didn't punt in the first half, but he's punted three times here in the third quarter. Yeah. For Dowling. Low snap. Jake picks it up, gets it away. High, short kick. Fair catch signal for by DeBrava. Catches it in traffic right at the 46-yard line of Valley, and that's where the Tiger offense will take it. First and 10 with 4.03 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling leading by 22 to nothing, and let's go down to the Dowling sideline. John Chido, come on in. I think you guys mentioned this already. It's this very different second half than the first half. Even the, the pace of play on on the offense side of the ball, it seems like both teams are having a hard time getting things going. And Coach Marcoulli mentioned about the, the short passing game. We haven't seen much of that in the second half. Yeah, the Maroons have uh, gotten the lead. And, Dave, they have just tried to execute within their base offense and defense as uh, we have a stoppage of play. And this will be the uh, – the sanitation timeout, so we'll take one ourselves as 4.03 remaining, third quarter, Dowling leading 22 nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium out of the timeout. Uh, running play for Valley. They get about a yard. It's big up second down and nine for Valley on their own 47. Trip, three receivers to the left of the formation for Valley. Under center is Rubley. The give is to Jalen Williams. Turns the corner and fights for yardage. And uh, Jaden Williams pulls his way for a first down, Dave. Nice uh, blast there. He got second effort out of him and he gives valley the first down at the dowling 43 well dowling really put a shot on him but they forgot to wrap up and williams just bounced off williams as we've mentioned is already signed with kansas state he's a top back and you gotta wrap up on him or he's gonna he's gonna pick up more on you 
First and ten, Tigers from the Dowling 43. High formation backfield, and now quarterback Jake Rook will be under center. Two-step drop, and uh, wants to run, and now he's going to be hit and drop back at the uh, line of scrimmage as he fell forward for no gain. I'll bring up second and ten, Tigers. Good coverage downfield by the Maroons. Mata Brua in the backfield. Is that right? Well, yeah, I point to the number there. If I can't say his name, I'll point to the number for you and let you say oh, it. Oh, that's, that's one of, Hey, Johnny, that's one of your favorite that's names the, out there, Mata. That's one of his favorites. Offset eye formation. Rubley under center from the 43-yard line of Dowling. Handoff goes to Williams. Slips a tackle. Bowls his way across the 35 down to the 34-yard line of Dowling. He'll be shy of the first down by a yard or bring up third and one for the Tigers. Will Herman again holding on. So he could not pick up the first down. Brings up third and short, Mark. Yep, from the Dowling 34-yard line. Nine-yard gain for Williams. He's had a 10-yard gain and a nine-yard on this drive. Two minutes remaining, third quarter. Two backs in the backfield. Handoff Williams. Got the first down. Bulls his way down to the 30. Now that's the type of running we were expected to see from Valley in the first half. And all of a sudden, now it's a dose of Williams in the Dowling defense. Right. Their offensive line is starting to fire off the ball. They're, they're trying to get Dowling's defense tired. Adam Townsend did a nice job of hanging in there on Williams. Adam took a shot, but he was able to continue to make the tackle. But Valley uh, is really starting to come off the ball on the offensive line. Minute 35 remaining, and Rubley, handoff goes to Williams, stops, now kicks it outside, puts his head down, gets down to the 25-yard line for a pickup of five, and will bring up third and five. Jalen Pettis almost got him from the behind but Williams was able to outrun him and pick up, uh, what, five yards, Mark? It'll give him a gain of five. And it'll bring up second down and five for the uh, Valley Tigers. Offset eye formation, Rubley under center. Handoff goes to Williams right over to left guard and gets a yard, maybe two, down inside the 25, the 24 for a pickup of one. It'll bring up third. And about four for the Valley Tigers. Michael one and Max Derry in on the play. Nice job by those two young men. Well, this drive started with four minutes left in the uh, third quarter, and we're almost at the end of the third quarter. This is a long, time-consuming drive, and if Valley wants to get back in this game, they're going to need to score a little bit quicker. They're just taking their time. Offset eye formation, third and four Valley. 30 seconds remaining third quarter. Handoff Williams tries to get outside, bounces outside, still on his feet. Puts his head down. He'd be brought down shy of the first down at the 21 for a gain of three. There's a difference of the first half and the second half as Williams was able to get outside that time and then cut it back inside. And uh, with his speed, he's very dangerous once he gets out there. Well, that'll probably be the final play of the third quarter. Valley's going to let the clock run out. And we played through a scoreless third quarter. Dowling maintains their lead they had at halftime. It's 22 to nothing. Dowling Catholic leading. The Valley Tigers will be back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here for the fourth quarter here at Valley Stadium. Beautiful night, Dowling Valley. Maroons come in defending seven-time Class 4A champs Dave Marcoulier. And uh, these two teams played what two games ago, spread two out over nine ago. over nine months. Over right. Nine months, so I bet they didn't watch a whole lot of film from Indianola and Roosevelt. <laughs> they probably they... watched the state championship. I don't think so either. All right, for Valley, it's fourth and one. Under center is a quarterback. Ruby gives it to Williams. He dives forward. He's got the first down inside the twenty. Down to the maroon nineteen. A pickup of two. Simple off. Uh, tackle play to the left side for Valley. Boy, that Williams is a strong running back. He's strong in the lower body, and once he hits the line, he keeps his feet moving, and he was able to pick up the first down on that play, Mark. This will be the 10th play of the uh, Valley drive. It's first and 10 Valley from the Dowling 19-yard line, underway here in the fourth quarter. Maroons lead it 22 to nothing, and now Ruby back to throw. Loses the football. They call it a football. Dowling's and got Dowling it. Dowling's got, got, got it. on top of it. <laughs> Ruby lost control. Will Herman, Will, I think, on the back. Will Herman, you betcha. And Ruby kind of shaken up, gets up, and he's disappointed himself. And Dowling makes and causes another turnover. Two interceptions tonight of Ruby, and now a fumble loss. So the young man from Colorado has coughed it up three times, and Dowling has taken advantage. First and ten maroons from the 34. John Shido, how did it look from the sidelines? Well, Mark, that play was going to come right at me. I'm seeing it in the corner end zone. It was supposed to be a boot play, but Will Herman came off the edge and it made a nice angle. He didn't get too far underneath and was right there as Rubley turned around. What a great play by what by Will Herman. Yep, so Valley starts at their own 46-yard line. The drive stalls with the fumble by Rubley. First and ten maroons. At their own 34-yard line, Dowling going to that diamond formation as they have three tailbacks and the quarterback, and a Steingraber back in at quarterback. The give is to the uh, tailback and Swagger, the ball carrier, and just a sh- back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. The 34 was the line of scrimmage, Dave, and he didn't get much further yeah, than that. I think that's the inside zone. And, again, uh, they aren't getting any penetration or drive off the ball a line of scrimmage. And uh, Valley's be uh, able to get into the backfield from the edge. Maroon defense coming up with uh, three turnovers tonight. Actually, four turnovers, two interceptions and two fumbles. Low snap. Steingraber picks it up, and he's going to be sacked. Sacked back inside the uh, 30-yard line. They're going to spot forward progress up to the 29, but a loss on the play of six for the Maroons on a bad snap. Yeah, it's it's a bad snap that did it, and Dominic Varelli. Uh, I believe was walking down on that play, and his man went the opposite way and was able to get in and make the sack. So Steingraber, the Dowling quarterback, is sacked for a six-yard loss, and that will bring up third and 15. The Maroons are going to let the game clock wind down as we're at the 10-and-a-half-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. And a pistol formation for the Maroons. Steingraber at quarterback, and the handoff goes to uh, Zwager, and Zach uh, tries to slide up to the original line of scrimmage. He does up to the 35-yard line, gain 
gain there of six yards, running up fourth and nine for the Maroons. Yeah, that was a nice run by uh, Jack on that play, or Zach on uh, reading his blocks and waiting and letting them develop and able to pick up uh, some yardage. Well, the Brings up a pump formation. The Maroons have not gotten anything done offensively, so the defensive adjustments by Valley have been very good here in the second half. But uh, the defensive adjustments and plays by Dowling have been just as well as the Tigers trail by 22 points. Calvert into punt again. High kick gets under it, and it drives uh, Valley deep inside the 10. They're going to down it inside kick. near the 5-yard line. Beautiful punt by Calvert. No return by Valley. Maroons down at about the, they're going to call it the 7-yard line, first and 10 Valley. How about that special teams that, play, Mr. Mark well, That's right when we needed it. All right, let's go down to the Dowling sideline, and that is where John Chido is at. Johnny, give us an update. You know, you get, you get, that's the only time you can get really excited about a punt, but what a great time to have it. And, <laughs> and he flipped the field position. Valley's looking to have great field position there to capitalize on it, and Calvert with a tremendous punt. All the way down, they're going to count it. They're down it right at the, uh, let's see, it's the eight-yard line, so uh, Calvert. Tremendous punt that time, Dave Marcoux. That's how you used to teach it right back in special teams days. You betcha. <laughs> if I had a kicker like that. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite the punt. Uh, they're going to rule it a 66-yard punt with no return for Jake Calvert. Strike that one up. Nine and a half minutes to play. First down Valley from their own eight-yard line. They put it on the ground and give it to Williams. And we got a got a stoppage of play right now. I don't know if we have somebody injured or we've got a penalty on the play. We'll see here. Well, that's what Dowling's got to do, that defensive line. Patton and Pearson both got in to hold him to nothing at all, Mark. All right, no gain and no penalty. Back to throw is quarterback Jake Rubley for Valley. Looks to the left side, pass incomplete towards the Dowling sideline. Valley going left to right towards the uh, south end zone here. We're in their Visiting white uniforms with uh, orange V's and their helmets and uh, orange numbers with a black trim. Dowling in their home maroon jerseys with white numbers, white pants, white helmets with the maroon D on their helmet. Brings up third and ten for Valley from their own eight-yard line. Rubley now with two receivers left, one to the right. Here's the snap. Rubley in the end zone, fires it out, pass is caught. First down at the 20, slipping a tackle and brought down at the 24-yard line. Nice catch that time by Mahoney, I believe, for the first down. Yeah, Austin Klein had him, and Mahoney was able to slip the tackle and pick up the first down on that play, Mark. 16-yard gain for Mahoney, and uh, he had a few yards after the catch. So it's first and 10, and uh, the give is to Williams, and Jalen trying to turn the corner. Now he's corralled and finally brought down at the 30-yard line. As he turned the corner, stopped, and move forward for a gain of six. Well, he immediately looks outside, and if he can get that corner, he's going to take off and use his speed. If not, he's going to cut it up inside and pick up whatever he can. Reminder, stay tuned for the postgame show. We'll have the statistics from the game along with the head coach Tom Wilson of Dallin Catholic. And now uh, sliding upfield for a gain of four is the quarterback, Rubley. Had everybody was covered, he decided to keep the football, and he slid up to the they're going to spot him down at the 33 for a gain of three there, Dave. Yeah, there was a pretty big opening in the middle there. Dowling did a nice job of closing that down quickly. Brings up third and about a foot mark. Not a whole lot more. 
And we have an injured Valley player being helped off the field. I'm going to stop the clock to attend to him. Eight minutes remaining here in the third quarter, and it is uh, it's Rubley. It's Rubley, the quarterback, who's injured. The backup quarterback is Aiden Price. He wears number 13, and he's a sophomore, and he may have to go in for a play. And they're going to call a timeout. So we will, too. 7.58 exactly left on the clock here in the fourth quarter. It's Dowling, 22. The Valley Tigers, nothing. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hey, we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. The Tigers used a timeout there, uh, Dave Marcoulier. Uh, Rubley had to leave the game for a moment. They had to burn a timeout. I don't, he's back in. He just uh, I think he had an equipment issue, so it brings up third and one for Valley from the 33-yard line. Give to Williams. Up the gut they go, and he gets the first down up near the 35-yard line for a pickup of two yards there, Dave. Yeah, actually, Ruby, Rubley was on the sideline that play, Mark. He, he just now went in. I'm not sure why he stayed out once they called timeout. I yeah, believe we, he's legal to play. But Yeah, I thought they had a problem with his equipment, and then they got it all fixed. And now Grevengode comes in for Valley as a tight end. He and Reardon will both play tight end. First and 10 Valley from their own 35-yard line. Rubley back to throw. Has time. Fires it downfield. The pass is caught. And uh, backing up for the catch and making a nice reception, Matthew Mahoney again. Mahoney with another big catch. The Ivy Leaguer shows uh, his uh, good hands right there to the 48. I think what we're seeing in the secondary for Dowling is don't get beat deep. Give them anything they want in front of you, but do not get beat deep. All right, Ruby again, a quick hitter. This time the catch is made on the near sideline by Cale Nesheim, and it's in Dowling territory at the Maroon 47 to pick up a five. And on the coverage was Jake Anderson, who's just a sophomore. So Valley up Temple here, second and five Valley from the 47. Back to throw is Mahoney, fires it near side and out of bounds to Reardon. And he steps out of bounds at the 42-yard line of Dowling, gain of five. Again, Dowling is probably perfectly comfortable giving him these five-yard plays. Bend, but don't break. Yep, 40. Don't get beat deep. Maroons lead it 22 to nothing. We're under seven minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Mark Hamadale, Dave Marcoulier joining you tonight. Beautiful night from Valley Stadium. Clear skies, nice wind. Temperature went down as the sun went down. Pass over the middle by Rubley is caught. First down at the 30-yard line. Nice uh, yards after the catch by the Valley's Danny Rankins. Yeah, and they're really... Uh, doing a nice job on the line of scrimmage, but they don't have to hold them very long. 
but they're making it tough to get any pressure on Rubley right now because they're going this quick, short passing game. 12-yard gain, first down Valley. Rubley over the middle again. Pass caught by Reardon. He's got the first down. He's finally hit and dropped at the 15-yard line of Dowling. This is the deepest that Valley has been in Dowling territory tonight, a 15-yard gain. Boy, he's a big target going across the middle. He runs a lot of under routes, which he did right to left that time. And when you see someone 6'5", 265 going across the middle, you're going to throw it to him. Yes, you are. And he was wide open. Ankeny leading Waukee, 17-14. Back to throw Rubley. Avoids pressure. Now he's tripped up the line of scrimmage and falls forward maybe for a yard. And uh, that was like a, a shoestring tackle, if you will. Chase Patton. By Patton. Patton did a great job. And no gain of the play, they'll call it. Back to the 15-yard line. Rubley is brought down. So no gain. Six minutes remaining. Dowling 22, Valley nothing. Second and 10 Tigers at the Dowling 15. Deepest penetration. Low snap. Ruby has to pick it up on the bounce. Rolls to his right, and he throws it away. Incomplete. Close receiver was at the pylon in the end zone. Well, I'm, not, I'm not sure what happened with the center, but that ball rolled there. It, well, it rolled, <laughs> and then it, then it popped yeah, up. Yeah, it popped like it up bounced. a little to him. But, man, that shouldn't happen in a shotgun formation. <laughs> it did. Jake Anderson on coverage for the Maroons. That stops the clock with 5.49 remaining in the fourth quarter. Reminder, post-game show, we will have John Shadow interviewing head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. We'll also go through all the statistics of tonight's game. Uh, we appreciate uh, Coach Seifert, who does a great job with that, providing those statistics. On our post-game show, following a nice game here on CISN.TV and Iowa Catholic Radio. Third and ten, Valley, Rubley, under pressure, avoids tackle, and now he's hit and drop back inside the... Uh, 20 yard inside the 15 yard line they're going to move it back to the 17 he'll lose two and it'll bring up fourth down fourth and 12 for valley and the tigers looking to put points on the board now i believe you might as well credit jalen pettis there because i think he was the first one in but there were a number of maroons on that front line in there shooting the gaps putting a lot of pressure on uh rubley that time and the Tigers will call a timeout. We will, too. 5-18 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Dowling 22. The Valley Tigers nothing on Iowa Catholic Radio in the Central Iowa Sports Network. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. All right, and we're back here at uh, Valley Stadium. Not the largest crowd in an 8,000-seat uh, stadium, but it's fourth in 13 Valley. Rubley under center. He's hit and sacked. The Maroons come up with a big sack, and that is big number 67, Russell Pearson, 
with the sack, and Dowling will take over first and 10 from their own 20 on fourth and 13 for Valley. Nobody downfield open, Dave And Jalen Pettis also, what a beautiful play by the Dowling front when it was time to step up. They did. Nice job of bending and not breaking, and when they had to, they got it done. Beautiful John, job. John Chidles in the Dowling sideline. And, Johnny, when you talk to Coach Wilson tonight on the postgame show, I don't know where to start in the defense. They can only play 11. I think we've got six or seven of them that we could talk about tonight. Oh, absolutely. But I want to mention Max Deary. He's bringing pressure up the middle on a blitz. He's making the quarterback leave the pocket, and Jalen Pettis has been there all night long. Chase Patton, Russell Pearson. It's just been a great show up front for the Dowling Catholic defense. No question about it. As Dowling on a first down play from their own 20-yard line, they give us the swagger, and Zach, with the short gain, and now we got an injured Valley Tiger with five minutes and one second remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling leading 22 to nothing over the Valley Tigers. Uh, Maroons led 22 to nothing at halftime. No scoring in that uh, uh, third quarter. And uh, Dave Marcouli, I know you had a, a conversation earlier with uh, yeah. a, a, a Dowling a, a family, a Dowling alumnus. And uh, we tell lost, your story. We lost a big time uh, Dowling uh, fan this year. He's he's been the Every Dowling game since I don't know when. I'm talking about Jim Herman. I believe he is the grandfather of um, which Herman is playing, Will Herman. Will Herman. Is he the one playing? Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, the Hermans have been going through Dowling. They've had a number of kids go through Dowling High School uh, throughout the years, I believe, clear back in the 80s and 90s. But uh, Jim was just an outstanding Dowling fan, a, a great person. And it's a wonderful family. His wife worked at St. Augustine's for years. So uh, our thoughts go out to the Herman family. They certainly do. And uh, I got a chance to meet Jim back in the early 90s when I was uh, doing the broadcast. And my mom passed away. And uh, he was at the funeral. And I did not know him. He introduced himself. And I've known him and his daughters. And uh, uh, it's Tremendous Dowling booster, as you know, Dave, being at most of the events when you were an administrator yeah. there, you, you'd see Jim, and he'd be at all the football games right up here in the stands with us. And uh, Tremendous family, tremendous person. It was, yeah, was the nicest Herman. man in the world. All right. Uh, injury on the one of the Dowling, or rather one of the Valley players injured. They're helping him off to the uh, near sideline right in front of us where the uh, uh, Valley sideline is tonight, and that is number 55, uh, Nedj Naba, who is injured. And he's one of the defensive linemen. And I'll tell you what, he and uh, the big guy up there. He's played well tonight. Yeah, he, he really has. Now, sure, Washington, they are a force on that defensive line. The Maroons have done a pretty good job offensively handling that. Now back to live action. They'll wind the clock as the Maroons will let the clock wind down as the play right. clock gets <laughs> at 30 seconds. Well, and the play clock just, or the, the other clock just now started. So, the so Dowling got a break there. Yeah, they certainly did. And uh, the Maroons are going to let the play clock go down. It's third or second out. Excuse me. Second and nine Dowling from their own 21. 22 nothing Maroons. Four and a half minutes remaining. Play clock down to five. And Steingraber, quarterback, fakes the handoff, and he throws a low pass caught in the slot that time. No, they're is, calling it incomplete. It's Louis Mark. Brooks, and they're going to wave it off. One, umpire, or one referee said, yeah, skipped into his hands incomplete. So it'll bring up third and nine. Yeah, I'm surprised to see that when yeah. I thought Dowling would want to keep this clock running here. That's the whole key. The Maroons haven't shown a whole lot of uh, offense here in the second half. You can credit Valley for that. But the Maroons have kind of taken their playbook out 
We haven't heard Mac Anderson's <laughs> no, name in a while or Louis Brooks. We haven't heard Koa Thompson. We haven't heard any of them. It's just been a kind of grind the clock out and runs with the lead. Handoff goes to Schwager, and he bowls his way and finally twisted down about the 24-yard line. He'll gain four or bring up fourth and six from Maroons. Clock will continue to run, and Valley will get the ball with about three and a half minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. It looks like both teams, Mark, have two timeouts. Not that Dowling will need theirs, but Valley's got two timeouts to use. And it'll bring I'm up, surprised they didn't take one there. Yeah, fourth and six, and uh, yeah, the Tigers are going to be content. We'll take, get, yep, get caught up on some scores. How about this one up there in Waukee? Waukee looking for their first win after being beaten last week. It's Ankeny 17 and Waukee 14 late in the second half. And that's an interesting game because Waukee now, if they lose that game, they will go 0-2. And now a timeout called. And we'll take one ourselves. 3.33 remaining here in the fourth quarter from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Dowling 22, Valley nothing. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Back here at the uh, Valley Stadium, as timeout called, it might be also the sanitation timeout they call now with uh, at the eight-minute and four-minute mark. The COVID timeout. I don't know the appropriate term, but it's a two-minute break, and they've extended the timeout called fourth and six dowling. The Maroons are down to their final timeout, leading 22 to nothing over Valley. As uh, Next week, Valley has a bye, and then they travel to fourth-ranked Southeast Polk two weeks from tonight. Oh, that'll be a good game. And Dowling travels to Johnston next Friday night for their game. All right, fourth down is we're underway, fourth and six Maroons. Calvert into punt. Koa Thompson in as a long snapper from their own 24-yard line. Southeast Polk leading 29 nothing. Calvert, a little uh, rugby-style run-up, and it's fielded by Valley at the 35, and that is on the near side, and run out of bounds is Mahoney at the 40. Austin Klein over to force them out. So Valley will start 324 left in the game. They will start on their 40-yard line, Mark. First and 10 Tigers from their own 40. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline for John Chido. Johnny, I asked you earlier, there's so many things to talk about with the Valley defense, but let's not forget the Dowling offense in that first half, putting up 22 points when they had uh, chances from their defense. Yeah, uh, they sure did, and, and they ran a lot of combination routes and got some guys in space and made some nice uh, catches, but you got to credit the, the quarterbacks for Dowling making good reads and, and allowing to, to get the, the wide receivers in a, in a good position. That is true, and now back to throw is Wood Rubley, and he loses the football again. Ball still loose, big lineman for Valley. Had it, lost it, and I think he got it back. 
right about the 33-yard line. So after that is all said and done, they'll lose seven, will the Tigers, and will bring up second and 17 from their own 33-yard line. I but tell you what really broke all that up was Chase Patton. Chase Pat- Patton just whipped his man and got into Rubley as quickly as possible. Uh, we talked about uh, Patton last week. As, man. Uh, Coach, uh, Coach Woodley did, or Co- Coach Wilson did, excuse me, as uh, Chase was somebody, he said, our offense can't block him. And you can imagine what the Valley offenses went through tonight. And he just made the tackle on that play also. I tell you, Chase is a heck of a ball player, and he's just been all over the field tonight. So Williams on the carry gets it up to the 38-yard line, so he gains five on the play. and bring up third and 12 Valley. Score update, uh, Southeast Polk shutting out uh, Ankeny Centennial 29 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And now, once again, Rubley back to throw. Nowhere to go, nowhere to throw. Sacked again. And uh, who was on the bottom of that pile? That was rooms? Russell Pearson and it was uh, Jalen Pettis. Both of them. Back well, to the Russell 30- Pearson's name has been called numerous times. Tonight. Especially here in the second half, Dave. Yeah. I tell you what, when you talk, talk. Look at the defensive lineup and the names. We've been calling every one of them all night long, Mark. Just an outstanding job by this defense. All right, fourth and 15 for Valley, and they're going for it from their own 35. Ruby back to throw, fires the ball downfield, passes caught, first down. Nice reception that time as a Ruby had a little bit of time, oh, and he angled boy. it down to Mahoney for the first down at the Dowling 44-yard line. That was a heck of a pass by Ruby to Mahoney. Mahoney's another Division One athlete for Valley. Hey, he's an Ivy Leaguer. He yes. already accepted. Oh, Princeton, his. that's right. Yeah, he already accepted. Back to throw Rubley from the Dowling 44, and he fires it out. Pass is caught by Mahoney at the inside the 40 of Dowling, down to the 38-yard line, gain of six. They're going back to this short game, but pretty quick here. They're going to try and pop one deep, Mark. Reminder, stay tuned for the post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. John Chad will be on the Dowling sideline. We'll have comments from head coach uh, Tom Wilson. We'll have all the statistics. So hope you stay tuned after the game. Here's a, little, here's a quick pass to the near sideline. This time somebody other than Mahoney, and that's Kale Nessheim with the catch for a first down. Carson Kriegshauser came awfully close to intercepting that ball. One more step, and he would have had it. Gain of 10 for Nesheim on the reception for Valley. And the final minute of the, the contest. First and 10 Valley from the Dowling 28. 22 to nothing Maroons. Back to throw is Rubley. Fires downfield. Pass is caught. Big guy is reared, and he's got the catch inside the 20. And he bowls his way down to the 17. That's good enough for a Tiger first down. A gain of 11 for the big guy, Eli Reardon. And you know these Dolly Maroon defensive players really want this shutout, Mark. <laughs> Back to throw Rubley with 35 seconds remaining. He'll keep the football. Angling for the far sideline wants to get out of bounds, and he does right about the 13-yard line as he gains five. So I believe that was Krieghauser who came up and just missed making the tackle. Which would have made the clock continue to run. Right. Instead, it goes out of bounds, and Rubley stops the clock with 33 seconds. Maroon's trying to preserve the shutout. Leading 22 to nothing. So Rubley again a five. This is the deepest Valley's been in Dowling territory tonight. They got all the way to the 18-yard line last series. Two receivers to the right for Valley as they go left to right in front of us towards the south end zone here. One receiver to the right, or to the left rather. Back to throw Rubley. Pass is complete. 
to uh, Reardon, and he's down in near the five-yard line. They're going to spot it on the five for a gain of eight, and it's first and goal Valley for the first time tonight, first and goal at the Dowling Five. Yeah, you just knew they were going to go to Reardon there where he lines up, and uh, that, that big target going into the middle, you just knew they were going to throw the ball to him. Timeout called on the field by Valley, and we will take one ourselves with 28 seconds remaining. Here in the fourth quarter, Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. Catholic Radio is absolutely necessary because the secular media just doesn't get our story. And secular media doesn't share our values. What's important to us is not necessarily what's important to them. So no matter what you can give, I'm asking you to prayerfully support Catholic Radio in your area. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And back here at uh, Valley Stadium, uh, Rubley back to throw and throws to Mahoney in the end zone, overthrew him, incomplete. That stops the clock with 23 seconds remaining in the contest. Dowling trying to preserve the shutout, leading 22 to nothing over Valley. Tigers trying to get something on the board to bring up a second and goal from the Dowling Five here, Dave Marcoulier. Yeah, real nice coverage that time by the Dowling secondary, and Rubley really didn't have anyone to throw it to and threw it high and out of bounds. I believe to stop the clock, Mark. Yeah, 11th play now of the Dow- of the Valley Drive. It started back in their own 40 at the three-and-a-half-minute mark. And now Rubley, inside handoff goes to Williams. Jalen trying to find some room and goes a lot of east-west. Can't go north and south. I can't go south, and that'll uh, bring him down for a loss back at the 10-yard line. Loss of five, and Valley stops the clock for their final timeout with 15 seconds remaining, and we'll take a break. Dowling 22 to nothing over Valley. 15 seconds remaining. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education. And we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. And welcome back to Valley Stadium. Third and ten now. Third and goal, rather, for Valley on the 10-yard line of Dowling. And now Rubley back to throw. Fires in the end zone. The ball is tipped and incomplete. As he overthrew his intended receiver, well covered by 
Dowling defensive back and safety, and that was the intended receiver, Mahoney, who couldn't bring it down. It'll bring up fourth and goal, Valley from the Dowling 10, and this will be the final play for Valley in the contest, trailing 22 to nothing to the Maroons. Austin Klein on the coverage, and guess who else was back there? Will Herman. <laughs> Will's had a heck of a game. And I understand there's some Herman celebrating up at Clear Lake tonight. Low snap, fourth and goal, and now... Rubley is going to be hit. He's going to be sacked again in the backfield. <laughs> How about that? That is Chase Patton, Chase Patton, and that'll do it. What a way to end the game. Final play. Well, it won't be the final play of the game with six seconds left. Look at the Dowling fans over there. Oh, my. I don't think Johnny Chido can hear us. Johnny, uh, is there a little excitement over there on the visitor sideline? Yeah, and you know what's funny you say that is because throughout this whole game with limited fans, it still felt electric, you know. You still couldn't hear I don't know if that was Daniel Craig for the fans, but it still was an exciting ball game, and, and the fans were really into it, and especially defensively this whole second half. Oh, I can't awesome. wait. Can't wait till you get caught up with uh, Coach Wilson. We'll get to that. Dowling now will just uh, take a knee here as uh, the Maroons now will take a knee, and that'll do it. Valley can't stop the clock, and that's the final. Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. Congratulations to head coach Tom Wilson as the Maroons improved to 2-0, and they knock off the preseason and week one, number one team, the Valley Tigers, 22 to nothing. The Maroons ranked third. And with Ankeny holds on, they were just uh, winning over Waukee at last report. Uh, Dowling and Ankeny will occupy the top two stop spots. And, you know, we don't have the handshakes here, Dave. Dowling going off to their locker room, Valley to theirs. But hats off to the Maroons and head coach Tom Wilson. A 22 nothing win, all done offensively in the first half. The defense was a scoreless for both teams. I tell you, it was an unbelievable game by the Dowling Maroons. I bet there aren't many people that saw the Dowling Indianola game predict that this would happen tonight. And I, I might have to say I'm one of them. <laughs> I, uh, I, I knew Dowling always stands it. You never try and predict a Dowling Valley game, but I tell you what, 22 nothing shutout is something that I did not think I see would see because Valley is so doggone loaded this they, year. They certainly are. Let's take a look at our statistics. We'll get Coach Seacrift uh, off to to, uh, uh, to the locker room as uh, total yardage tonight. Dowling with 232 yards of total offense. Valley with 225. Maroons passed the ball for 180 yards. Valley with 207 yards passing. The Tigers rushed the ball for just 18 yards tonight, uh, Dave Marcoulier. Dowling with 52 yards on the ground. And uh, first downs, Dowling with 11 first downs in the contest. Valley ended up with 19 first downs. Uh, Jake Steingraber for the Maroons, 9 out of 14 passing, 146 yards and a touchdown. And Jackson Smolik coming in, 5 out of 11 passing for 34 yards and one interception. For uh, Valley, uh, Jake Rubley was 22 of 37, 207 yards and two interceptions on the night and no touchdowns. Leading rusher for the Maroons, Zach Swagger with 15 carries, 40 yards and a touchdown. Jake Steingraber uh, one carry for six yards, and Cam Middleton three carries for six yards. For Valley, Jaden Williams, their leading ball carrier, 25 times, just 41 yards, average a yard and a half tonight uh, on offense for uh, Valley. Matt Mahoney, two carries for two yards. Uh, Jake Rubley, 12 carries for negative 20 yards. Leading receiver for Dowling, Mac Anderson, all in the first half, four catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Louis Brooks, three catches. 34 yards and a touchdown. Louie also had a punt return for 54 yards and a touchdown. Koa Thompson, three catches for 24 yards to lead the Maroons. And Jalen Thompson, two catches for 17 yards. 
Matt Mahoney, the leading receiver for Valley, eight catches, 87 yards. Cale Nesheim, six catches for 52 yards. Eli Reardon, the big tight end, six catches for 47 yards. And uh, Drew Henderson, one catch for 16 yards to lead the Valley Tigers. So, again, uh, Dowling with a 22 nothing win. Coach Wilson now talking with uh, with the, uh, the Dowling team as the Maroons amassed 232 yards of total offense, Valley with 225. Our halftime score was 22 nothing, and our final score was 22 nothing. And uh, that's a look at some of the numbers there, Mr. Mark Coulier, as the, the Dowling team now uh, celebrating around their coach. And we're going to take a break, come back with post-game activity from the field. John Chida will catch up with head coach Tom Wilson when we return. Final score, Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to Valley Stadium here in West Des Moines. Final score tonight, Dowling 22, the Valley Tigers nothing. Alongside Dave Marcouli, I'm Mark Amadil. Thanks for tuning in to the post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and our friends at Central Iowa Sports Network who stream the game through the uh, webcast, and we uh, streamed it also through the audio. And uh, not the biggest crowd tonight because they were limited in seating. 1,200 uh, people let in in an 8,000-seat stadium. Dave, I thought I saw you last year down there on the railing about four rows deep. I thought you'd get a better seat last year, but I, we upgraded you tonight. Yeah, you did. In fact, this may have been the only way I could have gotten into the game, so do you think I was going to turn you down? <laughs> We're glad to have you here. Matt Maindring will return. I know you can get back to your journeys to Minnesota when I interrupted your trip last uh, weekend saying, hey, what are you doing next Friday? And we appreciate you. First of all, we appreciate Margaret letting you come out tonight, and I'm glad you drove your car instead of your motorcycle. Yeah, believe me, Margaret, Margaret would want me here. <laughs> it's a choice of this or at home, though. Right, I come to these Dowling games, and I just love them. Well, our score at halftime was 22 to nothing, and our final score ended up being 22 to nothing as Dowling pitches the shutout. And uh, Coach uh, Tom Wilson now will join us uh, here in the postgame show. Mark Amadale, Dave Marcouli, and John Scheidel down on the uh, Dowling sideline. And we just had Coach, and I, I think he uh, went to another follow-up interview. Let's recap the scoring before our coach is ready. Uh, Dowling scored in the first half in the first quarter. Mac Anderson on a seven-yard touchdown pass from quarterback uh, uh, Jake Steingraber. Extra point was uh, good, and Dowling led 7 to nothing on a 9-play, 45-yard drive. And then later in the first quarter, Zach Swagger on a 1-yard run. The extra point was no good. Uh, Dowling capping off a 4-play, 83-yard drive, led uh, 13 to nothing. We moved to the second quarter. Jake Calvert on a uh, field goal of 30 yards. 
uh, put the score at 16 nothing Dowling, ended up a 12-play 46-yard drive. And then seven and a half minutes remaining, Louis Brooks on a 54-yard punt return. Uh, extra point was no good, and Dowling led 22 to nothing. It ended up being our final score. And let's go down to uh, John Chido. And, John, you have uh, head coach uh, Tom Wilson there. And uh, take it away, Johnny. Coach is over here just a second here, Mark. Uh, he's saying hello to his parents. And Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I forgot about that. We'll, we'll give you some time. And uh, Here he is right here. All right. Uh, head coach Tom Wilson with John Chido. Johnny, take it away. Well, Coach, congratulations. Uh, great win. Uh, great start to the season. Off to a 2-0 start. First half, uh, we were able to put 22 points on the board. The defense put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But starting with that front four, uh, your thoughts? Uh, they did. I thought... Uh, Really, we came out and were playing very well, uh, especially offensive, defensively, uh, in the first half. And as I mentioned, you've got to finish the ball game. And, you know, offensively, I'm not so sure that we did. But, uh, you know, we wanted to run clock. And, and uh, really, when we have so much confidence, you know, defensively, especially now, uh, after you see something like that. And, you know, so many kids, I thought, contributed. I mean, it's a entire defense that that it takes to slow something like that down and you know i had a uh, conversation uh with pettis early in the week and i said you know they they should be worried about you um and you know he showed that he's a really really good player and and uh i don't think he gets much notoriety but maybe he will now yeah he he had a heck of a ball game he was all over uh max Deary started with that penetration the quarterback would uh, move the pocket and jalen was right there uh, all the time, and, and we were talking about it throughout the game. It was hard to call out just one single player because so many players defensively were, were around the football, and it was just uh, awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the turnovers, uh, you know, and there was a couple of fumbles in there, but, you know, the pick by Blake Anderson and the, the pick by Krieg Sauser, uh those were fantastic plays. And, you know, I, I Kriegshauser supporting on the outside in the run game I thought was really, really important in this game. So, like you said, it's – it's not one or two guys. It's all those guys, and you know, it's like a hockey line shift when our when our uh, D line goes in there and trying to keep people fresh. And you know, we brought Mata over to the defensive side this week, and and he flashed. Uh, we've been trying to make an offensive lineman out of him, and and uh, we needed some help there with Lynch going down, and uh, it proved to be pretty good. Uh, Mark or Dave, you have a question for Coach? Well, sir, do Tom, congratulations. I know he has some family in town, so we'll try to keep this short. But I'll tell you what, from week one to week two, uh, a lot of improvement, a lot of excitement. It all happened the first half offensively due to your defense. And you've got to be pretty pleased with how your offense responded uh, right from the get-go. Well, it was. And, you know, we used uh, Mac Anderson a little bit more. As you can see, that's what they were giving us. I thought he made some big plays. Obviously, we know uh, Louie can make plays. Um, you know, we, uh, we felt we were going to get able to get Jalen Thompson opened up, and, and uh, that was really kind of the, some of the plan in the, in the second half. And, you know, Koa has a couple of good catches in there. So um, it's going to take all of them, and, and we just have to continue to focus on improving each and every week. And, and uh, that's really the, the big deal for us is, you know, we know from past years winning this ballgame doesn't guarantee anything. So um, we gotta, we got to worry about getting better for next week. Coach Wilson, congratulations. That's a, that's always a great win when I get to watch Dowling Valley game, and, and especially when Dowling comes out on top. But, you know, I want to ask you about the offensive line. I thought even when I was at practice, the difference of earlier in the week to tonight was quite a step forward. Talk a little bit about the offensive line as a group. 
Well, I, I think you're right. Uh, we were concerned about that. You know, obviously 52 is going to Miami of Ohio. Uh, 91 caught our attention. Naba, one of their interior guys, you know, they're pretty good players. And we were concerned about being able to hold up in there. And, and really in the first half, I thought we were fantastic. Um, they started bringing more pressure and things like that in the second half and kind of selling out. But I agree. I think they, they took some steps forward and, and uh, you know, losing Olsen there in the second half. Caleb Saylor came, comes in and, uh, you know, he's a terrific kid. Um, but that's a pretty tough spot to come in. And, uh, but he came in, and, and uh, happy for him doing that. And we got to get Olsen healthy and so this uh, offensive line can continue to move forward. Right. Not only that offensive line, but you take a look at uh, your receiving core, Mac Anderson. I don't believe he caught a pass last week, but, boy, did Mac come through tonight. And, and once again, in practice, he was just outstanding. So, I, th- I think you you found another pretty good receiver there. Yeah, Mac's a, a phenomenal kid. He's you know we we would all like to have more Mac Andersons to be honest with you. And I'm I'm glad that he got to show what he can do because he is capable of that. We knew he was. Um, you know, obviously Louis our number one guy. He's the playmaker that made plays a year ago. But uh, I think Mac's going to continue to to have a phenomenal year for us. Coach Wilson, thanks for joining us here on the postgame show. Enjoy the victory. I know it's Johnston next week, but enjoy this one. All right. Thank you very much. Tom Wilson, the Dowling Catholic head football coach, as the Maroons win it 22 to nothing over the Valley Tigers. Our thanks to John Chido on the sidelines tonight with that interview. And Dave Marcoulier, you can go right down the defensive list and you can go through the offense in that first half. What a, what a balanced attack it was for Dowling, something we didn't see last week. But, boy, what an improvement from week one to week two. Who was talking about that in the pregame show? Didn't we talk about that? Yeah, I I tell you what, they're just completely different teams. And I I don't know if I have the answer as to why. But uh, because they're only one four days older. (laughs) That's right. It it was the first game last week for for both sides of the ball, for, for Valley and Dowling. And a lot of new young kids playing there, but boy, did they step up and get the job done! And don't ever predict a Dowling Valley game because you're going to probably lose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, final score: Dowling 22, Valley nothing. Along with Dave Marcouli, I'm Mark Amadale, John Chide on the Dowling sideline. We'll come back for final thoughts along with the folks from the Central Iowa Sports Network and Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Valley 
Stadium. Mark Amadale, Dave Marcule, John Chidel. Uh, final thoughts after uh, Dowling's win, 22 to nothing over the Valley Tigers. So number three upsets number one. Uh, other score we had earlier was the uh, Waukee Warriors upsetting number two Ankeny, 21-17 at Waukee Stadium. So Waukee now goes to one and one on the season. Ankeny falls to one and one. Uh, Southeast Polk at last report all over uh, the uh, Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. Uh, last report, we had uh, Southeast Polk with a uh, big lead there, uh, and it was 29 nothing Polk. So uh, both Ankeny teams go down tonight, apparently, as uh, Waukee upset uh, number two Ankeny Hawks, uh, 21-17. Other games tonight, Urbandale at uh, Ames. Uh, no report from that game. Lincoln is at Johnston, East at Roosevelt. That game being played at Drake Stadium. Fort Dodge, Sioux City East. That game being played at Sergeant Bluff Luton. Marshalltown at Newton. Council Bluffs Lincoln at Des Moines North. And Ottumwa at Oskaloosa. Uh, Hoover and Mason City had the night off. Next week, Dowling travels to Johnston. And the Valley Tigers have a bye next week. Tigers uh, will play in two weeks as number one Valley will be at number four Southeast Polk two weeks from tonight. And uh, David Marcouli. As we wrap up tonight's game, what a game we had. What an exciting first half it was defensively and offensively. Both teams' uh, defenses took over in the second half. But uh, for Dowling, they made big steps from last week. The young team grew up. Uh, They were down a starter. Lynch did not play tonight for Dowling at tight end. Also, a backup lineman did not play on the offensive side. And, of course, uh, Carson Boyle, starting corner for Dowling, did not play. But through all that, the Bruins overcame a very talented Valley defense, or Valley Valley team, and Lynch Lynch is a huge loss to oh. that offensive front because they've been focusing on getting the ball to him because he's so dangerous. He's an outstanding blocker too, and losing him and and still being able to accomplish uh, what they did is, is just unbelievable. And you know, offensively and defensively, it, it's just a matter of uh, Dowling turning into a team. Because you can't pick out one particular individual, for example, on the defense that played outstanding because there are 11 that I could name right now that really played well. So as a team, Dowling really came together offensively. Also, that offensive line, Bax did a great job reading quarterbacks, uh, called a nice game, got their reads just a great game you couldn't ask for anything better and can you imagine if there was a crowd here i don't think we would have heard johnny tonight but johnny the the dowling uh, uh student body or the folks that were there not student body did a tremendous job it looked pretty exciting down there well i i had to spend most of my corner down at the south end zone and the students and the fans lined behind the fence and in the south end zone of the church yeah really into it loud uh, the speaker was right there the the, the crowd uh, that was in the stands was engaged I mean, I could not tell that it was a half-empty stadium. It was, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> you so. know, and we're up here, and we look down, and we're high and above the valley crowd, so we really can't see them. Right. Whether there's 5,000 or two, you can't tell. So I would agree with you, John. Yeah. It, it was hard to tell. This place holds 8,000. We've seen 10 here for Dowling Valley, and we've seen that at Drake Stadium. One, one year we had like 13,000. The line went all the way uh, down Forest Avenue. But uh, tonight a little bit different due to the COVID restrictions, and uh, hats off to uh, uh, Brad Rose at Valley, the athletic director, Michael Connor, the acting athletic director here at Dowling during the football season, and Tom Wilson did a great job of just getting everything organized. Well, I was noticing how they were shuffling uh the fans in from one gate they're using multiple gates on both sides and it was they really were organized uh, how they did it and you couldn't even tell that there was something different uh, which is always nice uh, 
be in that position when you're trying to organize something like that. You're always worried about what could happen, but you couldn't tell anything different. And uh, yeah. uh, hats off to Brad Rose and, and uh, Coach OC Coach and OC, everybody yeah. in the Dowling administration. Yeah. Well, it's good to bring the, the older administration back, come out of retirement. Uh, we've got a pandemic, a pandemic going on, uh, Dave Marcule, and you come out in it, and we get you to the elevator. Well, you didn't take the elevator up. You were huffing and puffing coming up all those no, stairs. I, I know what I needed the exercise, but <laughs> coming out of retirement, I, I, thanks. I got to get back to my basement fast now. I see. That's what's With going this on. This COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Lock. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Margaret keeps telling me that's where I should go. <laughs> that's funny. Well, we appreciate you sitting in for uh, Mr. Mandarin. Who'll be well, back next fun. week? It was fun. Be back yeah, next it was week. fun having you. Like I said, it's the only way I probably could have gotten into this game tonight. So I, I wasn't going to turn you down. I thought that administrative pass was lifetime when they well, gave it to you. Well, it is lifetime, but I don't know if Valley's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad to have you here, Dave. And it's good to see you. Look great, and for Thanks. our listeners and our viewers here. On the Central Iowa Sports Network. Uh, good to have you here, and uh, glad to have your your coach's perspective. He, we didn't run the trap tonight, did we? No did, trap. No trap. We didn't I don't hear. know if you could run the trap inside tonight. <laughs> no, that would be a little tough. That defensive line for Valley inside. They were. Yeah. They're they stout. were. They're pretty stout. They yeah. certainly was. All right. Well, Dave, we'll talk to you down the road. Okay. Thanks for sitting in, and Johnny, we'll see you next Friday night at uh, Johnston. Hopefully, everything will go without a hitch. Yeah. Nice job out of you and uh, all our listeners and fans, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Best of luck to the Dowling 8th grade team, 8th grade football team. They make their debut, Dave Marcoulier, Tuesday night. What time, Johnny? Uh, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock at? At Dowling. At Dowling, yeah. their home opener. How many can get into that one? You know, they haven't They haven't said, but if it, I would imagine it would be like the freshmen. It will be uh, parents, maybe two, two parents, and uh, they'll separate. Uh, the visitor fans up on the hill there, and uh, the home fans in the Could in the I stands. pretend I'm an assistant coach yeah, absolutely. or something? Get in Come on, now, I need help because I'm coaching defense this year. No, I didn't say I wanted to coach. I, I need Could some I help pretend because, uh, just stand there? I'm on an island <laughs> that I've never been on. I'll I'm stand with a mic and uh, never talk. Yeah, there's a pandemic, Dave. There's a big pandemic. But uh, yeah, we can we can laminate a administrator pass for Dave for all home games at Dowling. How about that, Johnny? There you Get go. him in. There you are. I have one already, but yeah, thank you. Got the D coordinator right here. He moved from I offense am. to defense yeah. this year. This ought to be great. Oh, he did. Oh, this yeah. Be a little different. A little different. <laughs> okay. So we know who to yell at from yeah. up in the stands. Mark and I will be up in the oh, corner. That'll be that'll be awesome. But best of luck to the Dowling Fresh or eighth grade team. Do you know how you have you always have a new team every year? Yeah. And you're always wanting to know what their personality is going to be. Right. And each year, <laughs> it seems like it's harder and harder to find the identity of right. a team and what type of personality and try to get these kids to talk or right or any type of enthusiasm and and trying different ideas to get them to get engaged but it, you know what especially when you aren't in school and you don't yes. get to know these kids yeah, yeah you're in a real difficult you can't get to know their personalities except two yeah, hours two every hours night in, yeah and and then you're yelling at them half the time yeah it's, it's tough <laughs> That'll happen Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night during the, the yeah. freshman game. Hey, don't forget, J.V. Lou uh, plays on Monday night. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, 3 o'clock Monday. 3 o'clock Monday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So. He's already starting in with some stuff here. Uh, check your phone, Mr. Chido. But, well, uh, you know, J.V. Lou uh, Cataldo. It's, it's good yeah. he has a game, plus he tore his Achilles because his golf game was terrible to begin with. So there's always a big tournament on Labor Day, and he usually plays his best golf there, but he only plays by himself because he, he always has practice and – he says he has a marker, and he uh, comes in with this great score, but he never plays in that final round. So 
you knew what these coaches <laughs> are doing, especially the lower-level coaches, really something, Mr. Mark Cooley. That would never happen when you were there. Absolutely never. not. These guys are on each other. We were focused. So JV Lou, 3 o'clock, the Dowling JV team <laughs> takes on Valley uh, at the, the Dowling Field on, uh, on Monday. Oh. Monday afternoon, Labor Day afternoon. I had to get yeah. that in. All right. Guys, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Have okay. a great week. Have a safe Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Dave, you drove your car, not the motorcycle. Nope. We're I'll all make good. it. All right. We'll see you guys. I, I got I got, I got. got some reads to do, and thanks for all, all right. you guys do. I appreciate it. And that's uh, John Scheidel, Dave Marculia. That will wrap up our broadcast here from Valley Stadium. Our thanks to Athletic Director Tom Wilson at Dowling. Uh, of course, uh, Jared Seifert keeping us with the uh, uh, stats throughout the game. Our halftime guest was Andy Jepson, president of the Catholic Football League, and we appreciate having Andy on talking about uh, the, the great job the Catholic Football League is doing. Our student producer tonight is for Iowa Catholic Radio, Jeff Pickett. Our thanks to Anna from uh, uh, Central Iowa Sports Network producing everything here. Her and the staff and Pete Tarpey's group from uh, CISN Sport webcasting team, Anna, Clayton, Nick, and Justin did a tremendous job tonight. Also, Jennifer here. Uh, we appreciate them. Our thanks to the folks from Valley High School, administrators, uh, including Athletic Director Brad Rose, uh, Valley uh, Head Football Coach Gary Swenson and his staff. Next up for Valley, in two weeks they play uh, at Southeast Polk, ranked number four. And uh, next week Valley has a bye, but they play uh, Friday, September 18th at Southeast Polk. Dowling's next broadcast will be our next broadcast next Friday night, September 11th, week three of the high school football season, number three Dowling at Johnston, pregame 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. For my broadcast partners tonight, Dave Marcouli and John Chido, I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for listening to the official radio network of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio, and our thanks to the Central Iowa Sports Network webcasting team led by Pete Tarpey and their group. Final score for the final time, Dowling 22, Valley nothing. For everybody involved, have a safe and blessed faith-filled evening. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skeptics Formal Wear, and Bows in the Florence. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.